This is Monty in the Morning, the show Phoenix Magazine readers voted number one talk radio show in Arizona. Number one during your morning commute. Number one whenever news breaks during your day. And number one whenever and wherever you want to talk sports. Now it's time for Monty in the Morning. Hey, yo, man. How the heck are you? It is the Monty Show. Thursday, November 10th, twenty. 22. The pipes are feeling better today. A little more power. <laughs> Not as good as the Utah Jazz feel today. Um, yeah, how about some game notes? Thank you. Um, yeah, the Utah Jazz are an NBA best 10 and 3. <clears throat> Maybe I spoke too Damn. soon. Uh, they are tied for the most wins in the NBA with the Milwaukee Bucks. Are the Utah Jazz, and I should say, are your. Utah Jazz, actually the best team in the NBA. Are they even the best team in the Western Conference? We'll talk about that after they had a great team win in Atlanta. Your Utah Utes, those Pac-12 Conference juggernauts, are 24-point favorites on an icy cold night in Salt Lake. We'll talk about that. Jake, uh, wait. Do you want to apologize because of what happened yesterday? What do you mean? What happened yesterday? What's the issue? Wow. So I even have to explain to First our... First of all, can you turn the drops up? Because that's like a big part of the show. So and it's really important. And we stuff. have to explain to our listeners how, how you let them down yesterday. What, how did I let you guys down? What, what happened? What's the complaint today? <coughs> yesterday was <coughs> National Chicken Sandwich Day. <coughs> right. Whose job is it to make sure that we know that? Um, uh, yeah, uh, mine apparently. It, it it's not. It is. Yeah, it, it is. It is it a is. hundo p his it job. Is. <laughs> I issue an apology Me. for a a Jake over here who just right right yeah he, I dropped the ball you know I uh... he let you down. But we'll cover it today. It's fine because when do we not talk about uh, food on this show? Presented by the Advocates UtahAdvocates dot com. When you've been in Iraq, you need a. a, a you know, you need somebody to help you. You're asking yourself, hey, should I trust my insurance company? The answer is no. On an icy cold morning like this, and by the way, um, driving down Bangor Highway this morning from this South Jordan. Yeah, well, from South Jordan to the Maverick Center where we are live every morning, 6 to 9-ish. Um, we saw at least four multi-vehicle accidents. Yeah. Today is one of those days where you can't trust anybody. And if you get in an accident today, call your insurance company, report it, and then immediately call the advocates. UtahAdvocates.com. They understand that when you get in an accident on a day like this and you're shook up, that you're not thinking clearly. You need somebody that will advocate for you. You need somebody that's not going to ask you to pay them a consultation fee. No consultation fees at the Advocates Utah advocates.com the best entry attorneys in the business without further ado let's get to work on the utah jazz who i think had one of their best team wins last night of the year 125 119 over the atlanta hawks it was a back and forth affair the jazz dominated the first half the hawks dominated the third quarter the fourth quarter was as enjoyable of a quarter i think as we have seen this year and again, I simply open the show by telling you, it feels good to be a Utah Jazz fan this morning. They get the win. They have 10 wins tied for the best number in the NBA with the Milwaukee Bucks. 
Jake, how good is this Utah Jazz team? Yeah, I mean, obviously they're they're you know right now they're one of the best teams in the league, if not the best team in the league, um, depending on what you look at. And and yeah, I mean, I think they're definitely up there. You know, I think that last night was a great example of their ability to to be resilient um, and and work through a game. I felt like the obviously, like you just said, the Hawks kind of came out in the second half and were hot. They came out and were knocking shots down and and got back into the game and this these two teams were going back and forth and I felt like Lori Markinen was the guy that you know so the Jazz kind of turned to for for scoring and I think you you the because of the way Lori plays like I think you forget that he's a seven footer you know like the the athletic ability that he possesses you know is is kind of crazy for his size so when I look at Lori I look at you know, Jordan Clarkson last night, I felt like he had a couple of boneheaded shots, you know, just like not like just bad shot selection overall played well, but I, I still didn't love some of the shots I saw him taking. But overall, like, you know, how good are they? I, I, I mean, I think on any given night they can they can beat anybody. But I, I do look at <clears throat> a lot of the mistakes the Hawks made last night, a lot of the silly turnovers like, you know, Trey Young trying to pass it to the corner from the weak side wing. That pass is never getting completed in the NBA. Like, it's never going to get completed. And and to me, I, I, I look at that game last night, and I say, all right, you know, I don't I don't know the turnover number for the Hawks off the top of my head, but I know they had quite a few of them, and, and it just begs the question, like, all right, if you're playing one of the best teams in the league, you know, the teams always talk about, the Warriors, Celtics, you know, Suns, who, whoever the hell you want to look at, they're not going to turn it over that much. And so my question is, when you get into one of those games with one of the best teams in the league and they do value ball security and possession and really, you know, protecting the ball and maximizing every possession, how does that game pan out for you? Because now I know that you can win a game against a good team like the Hawks. I know that you can you can do some things. So now I feel like the only question that remains is, what can you do against, you know, the best teams in the league? How do you How do you handle that? How do you adjust so how good are they i think they're probably a second tier team right now where like you know you have that grouping of the best in the league and then the jazz are one level below and if they show they can beat those teams then i think you don't have a choice just based on record how they're playing to include them in that top group well you know i mean i I think when you look at this team one of the things that stands out is it is truly team ball there's no doubt about that i look at the Cavs losing to sacramento last night because sacramento had a balanced attack and I'm not saying the Cavs didn't play well. They did. I just think Sacramento was a better team. Why did the Atlanta Hawks lose to the Jazz last night? Because the Jazz got contributions across the board. I mean, obviously, you have to have your guy. And last night, I thought it was Laurie Markkinen, who, again, I, I think is their best player. He is their leader. I thought those threes he hit in the fourth quarter were just gigantic. But I think the contribution that you got from Mike Conley last night was nothing short of sensational. Mike Conley looks like a couple of things. He looks like a guy who's really enjoying playing basketball right now. And he was in total control of this offense when he was on the floor. The opportunities that Mike Conley created for just about everybody and the ball movement. um, I think when Talon Horton Tucker came in the game last night, you look at the way he moved the ball. You look at how good Talon Horton Tucker was on three straight sequences for Malik Beasley, for instance. That's why this team is winning because everybody's coming in and doing their job, but they're winning as a team. And I think when you were able to withstand that Trey Young run where he got all of his guys involved in the third quarter and then just started shooting the lights out in the fourth, but what did you do? You adjusted, you sent bodies at him. There was no flailing or panicking. 
there was actually systematic defense. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that the Jazz played good defense last night, but I think in the fourth quarter, Jake, I think they absolutely recovered as a team defensively, and I thought they actually looked really good. Yeah, and those are some of the things we're looking for. Those are the you know those those adjustments and those that that ability to rebound and, and sort of work through the you know the the times during every NBA game that we all know and love where the team you're playing goes on a run. I mean that that's just how the league works. So to me. I, yeah, like I, I think that the Utah Jazz are growing. Like that's what I think. I think they're 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 staying committed to the team brand of basketball that's gotten them this far. But I also think they're growing. I, I think something interesting that happened last night was all the fouls that they got in the first quarter. Yes. Getting 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 the Hawks, you know, into the penalty early and really getting any team into the penalty early in any given quarter is going to pay huge dividends. Not only can you control the game more, it's going to change the way that they play defense, and it's probably going to get you much better looks than you would normally get because they can't take any risks defensively. So to me, I love the fact that they came out and they were looking to set the tone. Laurie Markkinen, like, you see all the different ways he can play the game. Like, early in the game, he's literally just getting the ball and driving to the basket. And he's getting fouled, and he's being really intentional about making sure that he creates that contact, which I love to see. Late in the game, as you just said, making all those threes, like, he's clutch. Like, there's no other way around it. If he doesn't make those threes, this game is a hell of a lot tighter. Like, those threes allowed them to pull away and really secure it. So, I, I just love where the team's at. There's and, no other way to say it. Like, they're just in a great spot. And by the way... How good was Walker Kessler last night? Yeah, I mean, the guy, I mean, like, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, Walker Kessler is another guy that clearly has a lot of athleticism. I think, you know, if I, I, I'm happy to say something outrageous. I think that he has the ability to be Wait, 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 hold, be, on, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. I need to single you up. Here we go. Because Jake is going to go full outrageous. Go right ahead. What? I'm, I, I, listen, man, I just want, when you're going to say something crazy like Walker Kessler is going to be better than Rudy Gobert, because that's what this feels like to me. It's exactly what it is. It's exactly what it is. Go ahead, say it. I'd rather have him than Rudy. You'd rather have Walker Kessler than Rudy Gobert. Yep, he costs he cost a quarter on the dollar. He's more athletic. He does more for your team. He clearly is more capable offensively. More capable offensively. More of a team guy than Rudy will ever be. I, if if money was no object, I, absolutely, I'd rather have Rudy Gobert. But where this team is, and the fact that you're not relying on your big man to be your best player, I think that's the NBA model. So I don't disagree with you. I would. He Walker Kessler's not better than Rudy Gobert, but would I rather have Walker Kessler? Yeah, I would. That's absolutely correct. And mm -hmm. I think when you look at the way that this team plays, that that three-possession sequence where he got blocked, blocked a shot, and then ran the floor for the dunk, I just thought was sensational. And it's, it's, it's a little look into what Walker Kessler can be and what you expect him to be. And I think that, again, when we talk about David Fisdale being here and developing this Jazz roster, I think that matters. And I look at, at Laurie Markkinen, if you're going to allow him to shoot Wide open threes, he's going to shoot six of eight from three on you. He's going to score 32 points. Five guys are going to be in double figures. And I got news for you. You're not going to beat the Jazz. If Malik Beasley is going to be that open, you're not going to beat the Jazz. If Walker Kessler is going to run the floor and defend the way he did, you're not going to beat the Jazz. If Vando's going to play the way he played again, you're not going to get big numbers out of Jared Vanderbilt. But he is critically important to your defense 
And I thought there were stretches there in the first and the fourth quarter where his long arms actually made it difficult for Atlanta to execute. And I also think Trey Young played hero ball. I also think you cannot be built around a center the way Atlanta at times was last night. That's just dumb. Mm -hmm. But you can see why they held on to John Collins. By the way, I don't know how many people noticed that, but John Collins had himself a hell of a night last night. Like he looked... He looked like a guy that was absolutely wanting and willing to um, to win the game for them. And I just, it, the shocking thing was, Atlanta didn't put John Collins in position to affect the game in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean, and, and I don't know, like, I, I don't know, like, what Atlanta's strategy really is because I didn't feel like there was a great, you know, or not a great, but like just a, a pointed strategy to to expose the Jazz, like to expose a weakness that maybe they had identified. And and I, I, I love Trey Young, but I like what DeJounte Murray is bringing to this team a lot. I, I like the fact that he's physical. I like the fact that he causes a lot of problems in the paint and he reads situations. And, and I feel like, yeah, obviously Trey had a big third quarter, but yeah. you know, you almost, I, I guess, you know, I almost expect Trey Young to, to be that, you know, 30 point a night guy, like all the time for this team. And sometimes I feel like he disappears inside the game, like not even intentionally, not even that he's, shying away from it. I just feel like there's not a real grip on the game for him as one oh, yeah. of the best players in the yes. game. And that, that to me is a lot of what I saw last night too. Like, and that's why I keep bringing up this point about like what happens when they play the Warriors coming up. I, I think that's in two weeks or whatever we were looking at yesterday. Like, like what happens when you play the teams that have those bona fide superstars in the league? Like well, how does that pan out? I also think these two days off that you have before you head to Washington to, to take on the, uh, Wizards. I, I think these two days off are really important. I think that was four and five five nights last night. Like the Jazz had played a really compacted, busy schedule, and obviously everybody was off for Election Day on Tuesday. But I mean, you need these two days to recover. Yeah. Before you take the court in in Washington, I would not have them on the floor tonight, today at all. Like for shoot around, nothing. I would have today would be a day off if it were me. I'd practice tomorrow. And then I'd play on Saturday. I mean, I, I just think this team needs to keep its legs. By the way, we have a poll running on our YouTube channel right now. Uh, are the Utah Jazz the best team in the NBA? And after 60 votes, 70-30 say they are the best team in the NBA. Okay. I would not agree with that, but I think it's an interesting conversation. I think pretty clearly I'm going to say the Milwaukee Bucks. They're 10-1. and one, And they are, they are pretty remarkable. Are the Utah Jazz... And one one of the things we'll do um, here coming up in 15 minutes is, are the Utah Jazz better than? Mm -hmm. Are they better than Milwaukee? Mm, I don't know that I can get on board with that. Yeah. I don't know that I can get on board with that. I don't think so. They're really good. I think they are the best team in the Western Conference here today. And not just because of their record. I just think the way they're playing um, and the way that they are shooting the ball right now they are arguably the best offensive team in the Western Conference right now. Yeah. Um, and that's not, well, because this team's not playing well. They're the they're arguably the best offensive team in the Western Conference. Yeah. So, and at times, I think Atlanta's an interesting matchup just because of how small they can play, but also how big they can play. I think at times they're one of the top 10 defensive teams in the entire league too. 
So it's just a matter of who's on the other end. Let's get your thoughts in here as we talk Utah Jazz basketball presented by our good friends at TridayTrading.com. You know, anytime we're talking hoops, NBA, uh, or the Jazz, it's always presented by TridayTrading.com slash Monty. Just go there and watch the free webinar. That's all I'm asking you to do right now while you're watching the show. Go register for the webinar. No obligation, no cost. TridayTrading.com slash Monty. If you'll take that small step, it'll change your life. I can assure you of that. TridayTrading.com slash Monty. Karen Montaminer, or no, <laughs> now they he, this person changed their name to Montemayor. So fully, <laughs> fully in. Morning, boss. Bro, why, why do you have to start the comment section like that? You know, yet, you know yesterday... You know, the comments were amazing, and we, we accomplished pissing off Tanner, which I'm sorry, Tanner. We love you, bro. Um, but why would you start the, the comment section off with a boss? And there's a blue cheese reference. Um, you know, I want to donate to help families for Thanksgiving, but I want to make sure the money's not spent on blue cheese or anything of the sort. Thanks, boss. Congratulations, but that's bullshit. You know. I, you know. I don't know that we can believe you, bro. I, I don't know that we can believe you. Yeah, I don't know about that. You know. Uh, Jesse Harsh says, guys, 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 guys. Guys. Uh, That Beasley kid is something else. Yeah. Yeah, uh, And as uh, no BDNA says, Beasley's a sniper. Yes, he is. Kanai Johnson, what's up, KJ? Top of the morning, fellas. Let's go, Jazz. Hashtag take note. Uh, Cheetle Bags is back. Cheetle Bags. Time to jump on that Jazz bandwagon, Jacob. No. Nope. He called J- Jacob. Yeah, I mean, you, you guys want to roll in here with Jacobs and bosses, and you know, you want to you want to troll. Okay, okay, we can do that. I mean, listen, it's, it's seventy three votes in in twelve minutes. Seventy thirty. The Jazz are the best team in the NBA. <coughs> listen, <coughs> Jacob. Yeah, it's time for you to get on board with the Jazz. Um, Scott Mansfield. Good morning, Scott. Whoa, feels like winning a road playoff game. It kind of did. Line of Kane and B12. Actually. Uh, Kurt Meyer says, morning, snow bunnies. Yeah, we're off tomorrow. We're headed to Mammoth after the show today, uh, which is great. Cannot wait. Mammoth is buried (sighs) in snow. So we'll make the the eight-hour trek out west, gain an extra hour of sleep. It's going to be amazing. But one thing we will not have on this trip, by the way, is jack-in-the-box. Because there is no jack-in-the-box between here. And when you go out through Nevada, there is no jack-in-the-box between here and Mammoth. It's ridiculous. It's a joke. It's absolutely it's ridiculous. Iller Kinnick, my guy, what's up? Uh, if they win the next two road games, I'm a believer. Okay, well, I mean, if you look at the Jazz, I now, mean, obviously, like? we know that they are going to play in Washington on Saturday. Um, and then they flip around and go to Philly on Sunday. Back-to-back Washington and Philly. Yeah, that's tough. That's a tough turnaround. I think you're going to split that because I don't see that you're going to go back to back and beat Philly. Yeah, I think Washington's very beatable. I think I Philly. Think they are. Philly is interesting because they do play with some speed. So it'll be like, and they're very day by day. Like some nights they're one of the best teams in the league, and then other nights they just can't get it going at all. So Tyrese Maxey's my dude, though. I'm telling you. Yeah, no, he's he's bomb. I just think it depends on what Sixers team you get. Are you getting me a Maxey jersey for Christmas or a Maxey? No, never mind. Uh, Eric and Raleigh uh, says Jazz are the best team in the NBA right now. No, no, no. Really? Uh, well, according to uh, 71% now as more votes come in. Okay. 
71% now say, yes, the Jazz are the but, best but team But we in the haven't NBA. counted the mail-in ballots yet, so That's let's right. give it some time. Or okay? any of our listeners from Nevada, you're not, you haven't been counted yet. Right, uh, right. Cody Strickland says, good morning. What's up, Cody? Derek says, uh, my goodness, what an awesome game. Yeah. It was really enjoyable to watch. Even Mrs. Monty got into it a little bit. Really? Yes. Mrs. Monty got into it a little bit. That that Euro to a left-hand layup Ridiculous, by Markkinen. Ridiculous, dude. Ridiculous. Good Lord. Yeah. Uh, not the uh, MSM. No, not the MSM. Okay. Not the MSM. Says, uh, I'm in Montana, minus 20 below, enjoying this jazz team. Minus 20 in Montana. Yeah, start the fire. Uh, stay warm. John Jackson, JJ, what's up? Jazz fans are excited about the wins, but is the front office? Yeah, I think they are. I, I, this goes back to that question about tanking, not tanking. Do you want to tank? Are we tanking your mom? Like, I no. The answer is no all the way around. I don't know what your mom's got to do with no, this. No, no, so, no. You know, leave it out of your mom. Like, I, That's any, right, the point is there's no tanking. Thank you. There's no tanking. The, I just don't think the Jazz were ever in the tanking. Um, Fash Moog. Uh, Warriors is not going right now. LOL. They are not. B. Skrills says, salute to the Jazz. I'm disappointed at my Cavaliers. My So Cavaliers. you're on the team. Well, no, he just owns the team. There's a big difference. Sometimes I think I just say shit. You know, uh, my Cavaliers. I'm disappointed at my Cavaliers for falling to the thirsty Sacramento Kings. Right. Uh, well, the Sacramento Kings, I thought, actually played good ball. I, because I don't have a life and I'm a loser, uh, <laughs> I've watched some of that game. And again, I will just say that Harrison Barnes can still play in this league. Yep. Somebody forgot to tell him he's old and washed up. Uh, Harry can still play. I think the DeMontis Sabonis trade makes them competitive every single night because I think he's very good. But by the way, my guy, Donnie MVP. Donnie. Hey, Donnie. Hey, Don. 38 points. Six of 14 from three. But you know why they lost? How many free throws did he shoot last Donnie, night? Donnie, please. How about zero? Donnie, you're out of your element. When's the last time you didn't see Don go up to the free throw line and be like, Whew. So you have no frame of reference here, Donnie. He didn't shoot a single free throw last night. They only shot 20 as a team. Yeah, that's not good enough. The Kings shot 35 and went 30 of 35. That's the difference in the game. Kings are good. Kings are not good. Kings are competitive. Yeah. They make it very difficult. I will tell you that. Uh, no BDNA says Hawks had like 19 more field goal attempts. Well... They also out-rebounded the Jazz for a couple of stretches there in the third quarter. Yeah. When you give teams like Atlanta second opportunities, it is it, – I mean, it's a recipe to lose games. Yeah. I mean, it is – Absolutely. Jazz took 94 shots. The uh, Atlanta Hawks took 109. I mean, you can't give up that many. I mean, and if you look at the total rebound numbers, it was 54-47 for Atlanta. That's so, what I mean. So, like, a bet, but like, look at the turnovers for Atlanta. Eleven to twenty for the Jazz. Yeah, absolutely. they only had eleven. So they were more. But this is my point, though. Yeah. When when you look at the three point numbers, the Jazz shot seventeen of thirty nine. The Atlanta Hawks were eight of twenty eight. You're not going to win in this league shooting only making eight. They yeah. the the Utah Jazz hit nine more threes. That's 27 points if you don't want to take your shoes off. Yeah. That's 27 more points. And lost by six. Yeah, and they shot 43% from three. It's what I said last year, but just different. 
If they're going to shoot 40% from three, the Jazz are very rarely going to lose. Yeah. They're very rarely going to lose. Uh, Cheetobag says, Jazz winning with team ball. Cavs lost with Don playing hero ball last night. He didn't play hero ball, though. He did not play. I'm telling you, I watched a good part of that game. He just, it was a weird feel. Like, he just wasn't aggressive to the basket. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it was a weird feel last night. And the other guy I think that, that was not very good last night was Kevin Love. Kevin Love, it, it, what I saw of him anyways, he was not aggressive. They, this looked like a game where they were just not there. They just, they weren't checked out. They just, you know how you have those nights where you're running in quicksand. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Having said that, Don had 38, Lavert had 21, Jared Allen had 21, uh, Mobley had 16, and they lost. They scored 120 points, and they lost. Yeah, dude. Which is pretty flipping rare. Yeah. And Don didn't. Don didn't shoot a free throw. Donnie. 111 votes, 66-34, say the Jazz are the top team Mail-in in the ballots are coming in now. Yeah, they are. Uh, it feels like, you know, Arizona is starting to get those early voters in. Hiller uh, <laughs> <laughs> Connect said, in your hearts, you know that the Bucs are the best team in the league right now. Oh, yeah, I don't think yeah, there's any sure. doubt. For sure. There's no doubt about that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Tyson Nordgren says, vote yes, you cowards. <laughs> I love Let's the settle this right yeah. now. Cowards is one of the best words ever. I love it. If you're like, you're such a coward. I love that word. I do. I absolutely love that word. Austy, what's up? Uh, stop making excuses for all those so-called good teams that continue beating all the best teams on the road. You win on the road, you're going to win. Like, look at my Utah Grizzlies last night. Mm-hmm. Connor McDonald gets the game-winning goal in overtime. Grizzlies, Grizzlies win in Allen, Texas. Good teams win on the road. Yeah. You can watch all the Grizzlies hockey action on YouTube. Just do me a favor and go subscribe to the Utah Grizzlies YouTube channel. You will not be disappointed. Be squirrels. Not only that the Cavs lost, but turning the damn ball over and not playing no defense. Well, defense. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Squirrels also says Donovan got a point that Sacramento crowd is hype all the time. No matter what their record is, they are. It's when I, I worked in Sacramento for a lot of years, and there that is one of the best fan bases in the NBA. Yes, absolutely. Um, Cody Strickland says no one likes to talk about this Jizz team. J i z z. Tune in and listen every weekday morning. The Monty Show, the only damn place to listen for jazz news. Exactly right. Yeah, exactly right. Listen to the radio for a half hour yesterday. Anyone yeah. talking about the Jazz? That was crazy. We were driving home yesterday after a, a pretty long day at work, frankly. Um, we were driving home yesterday. It's 4.30 in the afternoon and nobody is talking Jazz. I'm going to say this again. Like 4 to 4.30, not one mention of the Jazz. Uh, I, radio in this town's broke. Uh, Josh Lovren says, Jazz played good enough defense last night. Good enough. Um, White Falcon, 44. The White Falcon. Just puts a bunch of deer emojis up there. Okay. You know. Yeah. Okay. 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 Uh, White Falcon says Bucks are still better. Austy says Mike Conley is kind of a big deal. He has many leather-bound books, and his apartment smells of rich mahogany. Donnie, you're you know, out of your element. You know. Um, okay. I would imagine that Mike has like a wood post bed as well. And he's got one of those things like a mosquito net that hangs over it. Oh! But I don't know what the a, a canopy bed. He's got a wood post canopy bed. Uh, okay. Um, and yeah, I mean, he is serviced by uh, a staff of maids and um, housekeepers uh, on a daily basis. And you know, 
Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Kurt Myers says, uh, Jazz are having fun and there are no heroes, just team strength. I would agree with that. Be squirrels. Uh, and honestly, I like seeing the Western Conference standing like this. Teams that you don't expect uh, here at the top, Utah, Portland, and Phoenix. Well, I, I mean, who didn't expect Phoenix to be at the top? Yeah. I mean, my guy, again, again. Right. I can only tell you the best two, three combo guard in this league. <laughs> and by the way, by far the best looking basketball player on the world. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I mean, he's, he's defined the Kardashian curse. Um, and let's just be honest, Devin Booker's a sex machine with all those <coughs> retro cars. Um, he's the best player in the world right now. <coughs> Your thoughts? No, he's not. He's not the best player in the world, but uh, he is certainly playing he's good basketball. Good. He, he's top five for sure. I mean, when he, again, and I understand that momentum and all that good stuff, when Devin Booker plays the way Book played last night, it, I just don't see that there's a better player at the 2-3 position in the NBA. Um, you know, five of seven from three, 32 points, 10 assists, four boards, two steals, one turnover. Any questions? I mean, he, he went and he's starting to, in my opinion, he's starting to play that way pretty regularly. I'm for real. And if he's going to average 26 to 28 points and he's going to make 38 to 40% of his threes, you're screwed. I'm I mean, the guy real. is, I'm telling you. And I know that we've argued about this for days. Donovan Mitchell and Devin Booker is absolutely a comparison, and it's close. Yeah. Devin Booker's a better player. Agreed. He's a better player. And I think... Y'all feel me? I still maintain that Donovan Mitchell, if it ended today, should be in the MVP conversation, as should Laurie Markkinen. But I think Devin Booker is going to have to take that step forward because Chris Paul's already hurt for that team. Water's wet. Chris Paul's hurt. Yep. You know, like, I, it, I just think Book is ready and primed. Yeah. I don't know how long he's a Phoenix Sun, though. I think it, it, if if Robert Sarver truly sells the team and exits that situation, I think he stays. If it lingers on for a, a year or so, a year and a half, I think there's a chance he's out. Because this team's going to fall apart here pretty quickly. I think they have a year, maybe next year as well. But Chris Paul is going to be done. Yeah. I mean, he's just, he can't stay healthy. When he leaves, what becomes of the Suns? Because yep. DeAndre Ayton doesn't want to be there. Jay Crowder clearly doesn't want to be there. I don't know what – I mean, this Cam Johnson can't stay healthy ever. Yeah. You know, I mean, how, how long are you going to be able to to hang on to Mikhail Bridges? I mean – Yeah, I mean, every great team obviously has, has the dissolve period, right? They where have like, a window. Yeah, they have a window, like, and I don't know that the Jazz are still in – or, excuse me, the Suns are still in a championship window. Yeah. I don't tough, know if dude. that's the case or not. It's tough. I really don't. I, 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 it's a big question that I have about them in all seriousness. Wow, look at that. Mike Maples gives us 50 bucks. Thanks, Dude. Mike. He says, the Jazz are just fun to watch. Ainge keeps driving up the trade price on these guys. I know what it, it's like to have needed help, and I'm fortunate to be able to be in a place to help uh, now myself. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate that. Mike gives us $50, which will go right into our holiday fund um, to help families at Thanksgiving and Christmas because that's what we're trying to do. We're really... And I really need you guys to nominate families. It's been interesting going through that, and I'm not going to get back into the details. I, you can watch a show from yesterday, but keep nominating families. We've gotten a pretty good amount of donations. If you, you know, look, if you just need a lift, if you just need, hey, if, if you know, 100 bucks in groceries at Thanksgiving would help your family, hit me up on DM. Let's, let's connect. I mean, we, you can be anonymous, Absolutely. 
Um, but we love giving back because you guys have really, the, the numbers on this show right now are incredible. Thanks. I mean, it, it really is incredible. And, you know, we ask you every day to give back by going to, you know, going to people like TridayTrading.com, you know, going to people like Barbecue Pit Stop, um, you know, Quick Quack Car Wash. But the best way to give back is to put money in people's pockets at the holidays because that's, that's where they need it. So any donation you make through the tip function on the show through the end of the year will go directly to uh, helping Utah families at the holiday season. So if you need help, if groceries at Thanksgiving or Christmas or, you know, if you know a kid that, you know, somebody DM me about a kid that lost his dad, um, happy to help and let us know. DM the Monty Show, M-O-N-T-Y, the Monty Show. Um, and we will absolutely give that money right back to the community. Thanks, Mike Maples. Appreciate you very much. Uh, Wahalo says, greetings from Finland. Saw, dude. Wow, the finisher has some fans on the show. Yeah. See, that's the Lori Mark. Because it's, he's, he's Finnish. The, right? the, the finisher. Right, he, and, and he's finisher, and he's, he's a Finnish guy, and, you know. and it's Finland. Uh, he says, 3 a.m. jazz games don't allow much sleep, but the hype is real. Darn right. Darn right. Are you only, let me ask you this, Wahalo, are you only watching the jazz because of Lori Markkinen? I'm curious about that. Uh, Anthony Cornell, this team really shows how predictable we were uh, last year. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Yeah. That is absolutely right. I agree with that. Eric and Raleigh, the jazz radio play-by-play guy has a voice like sandpaper. It's so bad. You don't like David Locke. The guy's name is David Locke. Ron Boone, the legend. Ron Boone. Booner. Uh, I don't mind David Locke. I can take David's that guy. He's no different than Colin Cowherd or Jim Rome. I can listen for short windows. Yeah. I cannot listen to David Locke call an entire game. No. And my my feedback just would be that, you know, I wish that uh, he gave the score more and told me what how much time was on the clock. I wish he gave more insight just into where they were at in the game. And then also, I think that sometimes, you know, the meandering kind of burns me out. Like, sometimes I wonder, like, what are you even talking about, man? Like, can we just get some play-by-play here? Yeah, David Locke doesn't often say uh, Jazz 32, uh, Hawks 29. Nine two, minutes left. 210 left in the first quarter. Yeah. He doesn't update the game a lot. I agree. I would absolutely agree with that. I don't I don't dislike David Locke. No, that's not a dislike thing. No. I mean, that's just, that would be the feedback I have. No, I, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, Roy Wall says this team is just another first-round flame-out team dressed up differently. Could be. But who cares? I mean, you had no idea they would be this good. You're 10-3 and after 13 games. Yeah. Remember what I said, January 7th against the Chicago Bulls, will this team have won 30 games? Because I think that's their first opportunity to win their 30th game. I would not be surprised to see them drop two in a row in Washington and Philly. I think it's a... When you're playing this many games in that many days, you're going to have swoons. You're going to up and down. But Mm -hmm. I think their first chance is... January 7th against the Bulls to win win their 30th game. Because, by the way, the Bulls lost again last night. I don't want to talk about it's it. frustrating. Uh, Jesus Christ destroys Marxism. Says, how about the word schmuck? No, nah, I don't like that word. Uh, Mike Maples, I read that one. San Diego State asked, test the Kings are now shining a purple light in Sacramento night sky when they win a game. How many times is that going to happen this season? Probably <coughs> two more. <coughs> it's a pretty cool purple light, by the way. Yeah. It's in downtown Sacto. Like it's, I, I've written the, I, I have a lot of respect for Kings fans. It's been a tough road for them. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a tough road for them. Um, let's see. Joe Floor Furman. 
Uh, okay. Joe Floor Furman. Don't Who the need, f- is you, that guy? You know. Uh, don't need a superstar to become a team contender. The Utah Jazz are playing a, quote, we not I basketball. Shout out from the Philippines, Joe Floor. Philippines, appreciate, appreciate you. Appreciate you, bro. Go Jordan Clarkson. Go man. Jordan Clarkson. Uh, Dominion Small. Okay. Rudy Gay is a waste of a spot. I never think it's uh, it's going in. Free Ochai. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. I just don't know that he fits in this league anymore. And I'm not one to tell a guy to retire. Yeah. Rudy Gay can still shoot the three, but how many teams need a corner spot-up three-point shooter? Well, I think there's value in it. I mean, may, need mm. may be strong, but like I think that... The problem is, is it doesn't go in enough. Like, there's not. I, I tend to agree with that. That I'm not 100 percent confidence going in every time he shoots it. Yeah, I would agree with you. I would agree with you. Uh, Jordan Clarkson is a Filipino. Give yeah. her one on one. Yeah, we know. Yeah, we know. That's awesome. Erich uh, Devera. Erich, let's go. let's go. Good to see you. JC just got bigger here in the Philippines, and now many people are being introduced to marketing. Darn right. Darn right. Austi uh, says, Grizzlies subscribed. Appreciate you, Austi. Thank you. Uh, if they're going to keep winning, maybe they should try and bring Jay Crowder back to Utah. I just think he's a malcontent, bro. Like, I don't I know. It's awfully difficult to put a guy who refuses to play for a championship caliber team on your, on your roster. Yeah. On this roster. Yeah. I don't know about that. Uh, <clears throat> JC says, uh, destroys Marxism, says, even though Mitchell's not with us anymore, I think Donovan is still better than uh, Devin, no matter what, regardless, Monty says. Okay. I mean, that can be your opinion. A guy that doesn't get to the free throw line can't be the best player in the league. You can't have nights where you don't get to the free throw line, and Don knows that. Don knows that. I I think Donovan Mitchell is, is vastly improved this year. I mean, they're... And I know we've talked a lot about that, but Don is vastly improved. I mean, his three-point shooting range got better somehow, and I don't know how that's possible. Um, but I think that's why you see him missing more threes because he's shooting from deeper. Um, but his mid-range game, his springs, his explosiveness, yeah. his body build got better. And you can see it, it. It's made a difference defensively. I think one of the things that Don definitely is defensively is more stout. I think he's stronger. I think he's a better defender. I think he's a much better passer. And I think it's because he's getting more space to to play make. And I think that that team trusts him and he trusts guys like Darius Garland. And I think that's why he's able to pass at the rate that he's able to pass at. Yeah. And I think you're seeing that. Yep. So I just think he, he there's no doubt he's a better player. There is no doubt about that at all. 160 votes in now. 62% say the Jazz, yes, are the best team in the NBA. Okay. Well, you, you buying that? I'm not buying that. Not yet. Need to see some more. You're I mean, not buying I, I, that. I really enjoy watching them play. I really enjoy, you know, like what what they're doing right now. But I want to see them against the Bucks. I want, like against the Sixers. If you beat the Sixers handily, then you know we can start having that conversation. Like, I, and it also depends on what Sixers team you get. Like, I think a lot of nights the Sixers don't really show up. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I'm being honest, like James Harden will brick like 20 shots. You James know, James like, brick. Yeah. So like, it depends what team you get. By the way, did you see that LeBron got hurt last night again? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, ju- I'm just, all I can say is, like, I just, I, you're wasting LeBron James. He has been a failure in L.A. There's no doubt about that. I think the LeBron James injury is absolutely one of the biggest stories in sports presented by Quick Quack Car Wash. 
Rain and snow. How about that, Utah? We woke up with a, a another dusting of snow. Telling you, the roads are cold this morning. Your cars get nice. Your cars get in salt. Absolutely get to Quick Quack Car Wash. You'll love the experience. They're friendly people. And again, I'm a big time management guy. I'm in and out of Quick Quack no matter really how long the line is. You're generally out of there in five to seven minutes. Thanks. And I, I, you, you don't have to deal with any stupid ATM style machine. You deal with a human being who helps you get your car your car wash pass. So they'll scan your pass. You, like it's super easy. I mean, it, it, everything you want in a car wash is a quick quack car wash. Um, LeBron James leaves the game last night against uh, the Clippers in Los Angeles uh, with a groin injury again, uh, which I think is a, is a huge, huge story. Um, he is going to have an MRI today on that groin to determine a path forward. And you know the thing about the Lakers that drives me crazy? LeBron gets hurt. What does Anthony Davis say? I have to step up, and, and, he, and when he said that, a member of the media said, well, what do you mean by that? And he's like, well, I just have to be more aggressive with the ball in my hands. So wait, you're not being aggressive now? <laughs> like, it, this is the dysfunction that has become Anthony Davis. Yeah, You're supposedly the best big man in the NBA. You're the most skilled big man. You're the best shooting big Allegedly. man. And you're not being aggressive because LeBron's on your team. Is that LeBron's fault or AD's fault? It's probably part and parcel, but... If you're Anthony Davis and you have the ball in your hand, how are you not trying to dominate every single possession? At least eight out of 10, because it's not natural to dominate every possession. Yeah. But it is what it is. By the way, the other story in the NBA that I think is a big one, how about Kevin Durant last night? How about the Brooklyn Nets last night? How about giving a, a game ball to Jacques Vaughn last night? They're now permanent coach. Yeah. I mean, this is a big deal, what's going on in, in Brooklyn and it's crazy to say it out loud. I think they're a better team without Kyrie Irving. Yeah, I mean, I just think you don't have the drama. Like, when he's not there, you notice what happens. Basketball's better. They win some games. Like, yeah. the mood around the team's better. Like, we don't have to talk about anti-Semitism. Like, I mean, and, like, and your, boy, your, your, your boy put up 29 points I'm last night. You know who I am. And he was only one of five. But he put up 29 points on 19 shots. Um, because he was 8 of 10 from the free throw stripe. But again, what did he do? He gave you a triple-double because he gave you 12 boards, 12 dimes, a steal, two blocks, 29 points, 8 of 10 from the free throw Don't line. you know who I am? Without Kyrie Irving, he becomes a total complete package again. Yep. He brings the ball up for them. He distributes for them. He shoots for them. He scores for them. He actually... the The... The two blocks he had, I saw them both. Like, he's playing good defensive basketball. But they also get 23 points from Seth Curry off the bench, who actually is healthy enough to play. Yeah, It's amazing when that team gets healthy and they're playing a legit 15 guys last night. I mean, you're getting nine minutes out of Patty Mills. You're getting 24 minutes out of Ben Simmons off the bench, by the way. Yeah. Off the bench, Ben Simmons. Six points, nine boards in 24 minutes, as well as four dimes and two steals. That's who, they, that's who the Brooklyn Nets are. And when they play that way, and, and again, I'm not saying the Knicks are world beaters, and I understand the New York Knicks are an incredibly flawed team. I, I totally get that. But if the Brooklyn Nets are going to play like that, they're going to win the Eastern Conference. Mm -hmm. They are. And this is the, 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 the conundrum, I guess is the right word, yeah. that the Nets find themselves in. Why have you not cut Kyrie Irving yet? You're better without him. Where's the loyalty come from? What has he done for you? I... I don't know. I, I, I just, 
I think that they have botched this Kyrie situation so badly. You've asked him, in my opinion, to do far too much to get back. I think that there's a double standard here. Now, is anti-Semitism in any way, shape, or form acceptable? Clearly it's not. I'm not saying it is. But you have to apply some level set to him. And I don't think they did that. To ask him the, the money thing, the... But I don't think they want him back. I don't know that they do, like, but I, I think... And this goes, Jay Williams, if you follow me on Instagram and Twitter, I, I tweeted this Jay Williams video. And he said exactly what I said on the show the other day when this came out. You can't hold Kyrie Irving to some astronomical standard and think that people are going to be okay with that. And when you, are, when you are talking about racism and inequality, there has to be a level across the board because whether you're a racist and a misogynist, which means you hate women, or an anti-Semite, which means that you're, you know, spreading anti-Semitism, anti-Jewish rhetoric, which Kyrie did. You're no different than a guy that's in the Klan. You're no different than a guy that, you know, like whatever racist organization you want to point to, the racist and the anti-Semite are exactly the same person. Yeah. So you should punish them equally. When's the last time somebody, you know, Pick your racist incident. When's the last time they had to donate money, meet with community groups, meet with... Like, it's, it's over the top, in my opinion. Cut him. You should have cut him. If you don't want to cut him, try and trade him. You can't bring him back in that locker room, in my opinion. Yeah, you can't. Agreed. I, I just think the Brooklyn Nets are, are better without him. Football at 50 in five minutes. Uh, let's get back to your thoughts on the NBA. By the way, I know that we have a ton of NBA fans in, in the show this morning. Who's your team and what do you want to talk about with it? I, I'm telling you right now, I'm a Chicago Bulls fan. Yeah. And I, I point to this team and losing to New Orleans because you could not figure out how to defend Zion Williamson last night you know. is inexplicable to me. And again, I just ask, oh, you can't have Patrick Williams. We are not trading Patrick Williams. Um, Patrick Williams last night in a matchup um, where he should do well. Seven points, three of seven from the floor in 26 minutes. Mm. Four rebounds. I am not trading. No, I will not. Okay. Yes. So that's how it's going to be. Yeah, you, you should trade Patrick. You should have traded him. Io DeSumo, don't trade him. But I look at this team last night, Zach, Zach, and, and I don't hate Zach Levine. I want to make sure people understand this. I'm a diehard Bulls fan. Yeah. I don't hate Zach Levine. I hate his knee. And the guy just in, a, in a, a pretty big game, he only gives you 23 points. DeMar DeRozan, 33 points, 14 to 26. By the way, he does that on 0 of 2 three-point shooting, and he had a poster. Yeah. yeah, my guy DeMar caught a body last night. Yeah. You look at Zion Williamson, 31 minutes, 6 of 11 from the floor, 19 points, 7 of 8 from the free throw line, 5 rebounds. And he arguably beat you. Now, I'll also say Herb Jones defended out his air. Yeah. Herb Jones is a good player. Yeah, I mean, the Pelicans have ways to make your life difficult, you know? And yeah. so if you're not going to be disciplined, you're probably going to lose to them. Yeah. I, I Yeah. Anyway, Ed Kiley says, uh, Anthony Davis has always been a lazy player in the mold of a Rashid. Rashid was my guy. Savage. Rashid Wallace. Savage, bro. Uh, Andrew Bynum, Derek Coleman, Joe Barry Carroll. Derek Coleman was not a lazy player. Derek Coleman was not a lazy player, but I don't disagree that Anthony Davis, I don't know. Lazy is a very nasty word. Yeah. 
aggressive in nature is what's lacking. Yeah. All those guys who were not aggressive by Davis. nature. Yeah. But they were all finesse players. Sam Perkins, the same. Right? You remember Big Smooth? Like those guys were just not aggressive by nature. But those guys are also being phased out of the game. So I I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah. You know. Uh, let's see. Joe Floor Furman says, what's going on uh, with the Utah Jazz? They did really fool NBA organizations. Well, they're just a, they're playing good basketball. Yeah. Uh, Zesty's Retro and Game says, guys, guys, guys. Rock Chalk Jayhawk. Hey, guys. Dude. Rock Chalk Jayhawk. I think Kentucky's hey probably the better basketball team this year. But what the Jayhawks have done, the Kansas I Jayhawks have done. Kansas and Kentucky on the same floor. I'm yeah. Well, it's going to happen. You know, uh, Court McMullen says Nets are a KD injury away from the VW sweepstakes. You're not well, wrong. I mean, but that's what they've been the last several years, right? Like, that's what you saw last year. You saw, hey, you got all these injuries and it's Kevin Durant and everyone else. You know, yeah. like, so if he gets hurt, you're done. Yep. Uh, Boyd Lake says, guys, 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 NFL music in six minutes. Now it's two minutes and it won't be NFL music. We'll hey guys. explain that in a minute. Hey, guys. Josh Levern said, oh, did you guys catch the video of the old Miss LSU Um Yo, yo. Uh, WSOC with a full on Donnybrook. Yes, I did. I did. I did. How could you not on Twitter? Jeff Johnson says, I'm not a basketball guy, but you guys make it exciting to listen to. I'm here every day. Well done. I appreciate you, man. Appreciate Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Derek Coleman was a head case. Eric and Raleigh said that's that's the absolute fact. Yeah. But remember him at Syracuse? You guys don't. You, you don't even know who Syracuse is. Anyway, the point is Derek Coleman in college was a savage. The guy was just, and he was, remember him with the Nets, like, man, he was a good player. He was a good player. Uh, Michael Harris says, Suns announcer Al McCoy is a god. Shazam was, was. Um, but, but again, I, the golden era, like Hot Rod Hunley, I miss Hot Rod every day. Yeah, the golden era of sports announcers over. You know, having, and I was really lucky, I don't, many of you don't know my career, nor should you, um, but I actually worked for the Lakers during the Shaq and Kobe heyday. And my job at that time was not full-time as an on-air talent. I produced the Laker line with Chick Hearn. So I got to sit next to Chick Hearn for a lot of basketball games. Right when Staples Center opened, right when Kobe and Shaq were good, when they beat Rashid Wallace. It's not Wallace. It's Wallace. Wallace. Uh, and Scottie Pippen in the Blazers in the Western Conference Final. Like, Chick Hearn, I mean, obviously Vince Scully, Harry Carey, like – that generation of guys, you just, you miss those guys. Yeah. You miss those guys. You miss the Brennemans of the world. You miss the, 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 the bucks of the world. Yeah. Like it's just a different, it's a different day. Eric and Raleigh says hard to dis, uh, hard disagree, Jake. John Miller and Dave Fleming in San Francisco are still broadcasting. Well, yeah. I think Dave Fleming is one of the most underrated commodities in all of play by play. Yeah. And I know both those guys pretty well from my time at KMBR and, Dave Fleming is just a really good dude. Yeah, he's, he's a, a clean really, cut professional. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Yeah. I, I, I mean, he really is. Uh, Chick Hearn. Um, whoa, hello. Uh, Chick Hearn. Wow, what happened there? Hello. Jeez. Uh, Austin says, I feel bad for Jacques Vaughn when the Brooklyn Divas start acting uh, divalicious again. Going to happen. Sean Mirzinski, Chick Hearn, and Vin Scully. Nobody's beating that duo. No. Um, well, I disagree with that, actually. I think the, the you know... I mean, the way that you beat that duo is by throwing the football at 50. I mean, that's... You like it? Okay, yeah, you, you, I should should, stop. yeah, you should stop. Yeah, that's the football at 50 music now. 
because we got a copyright claim for NFL music yesterday. Heavy sigh. Five with me, man. It's a pretty good song. Come I on, everybody watching this yeah, show right on. now. Come on, everybody watching this show. Yeah, just just a little, you know. Come on, bounce a little bit. Come Let's on, go, bounce good. a little bit. It's good. Let's get go. into it. Football at fifty, presented by <laughs> Papa Murphy's Pizza. <laughs> Use the promo code Monty twenty five to get twenty five percent off your purchase of twenty five dollars or more. Air weekend, man. Air weekend. Yes. Football, baseball, basketball, summer, winter, fall. There's never been a better time to put a Papa Murphy's pizza on the Traeger smoker outside because that pizza smoking smell is pungent. It, it infiltrates. It permeates the air. It infiltrates your mom. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, you'll love it. Papa Murphy's pizza. Use the promo code Monty25. Okay. Um, one question, and then we have to look at NFL quarterbacks as though they were women. Thanks to NFL memes on Instagram. Pete Carroll hates Russell Wilson. Right. And Russell Wilson hates Pete Carroll. Pretty clear. But here's my question. Was it Pete Carroll or was it Russell Wilson? Or was it the Legion of Boom why the Seattle Seahawks were so good? Because again this week... Pete Carroll took another shot at Russell Wilson. Uh, oh, hey, I'm Pete Carroll, and all I do is chew gum. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey guys. And um, he essentially ripped Russell Wilson for not wearing an armband to call plays. And Russ said, well, I didn't need to do that. And Pete Carroll's like, yeah, you know, in the past, there was some resistance to that. Gino did it. And now, you know, Eric and, or Josh Lovren, Coach Lovren. Ah, oh, Gino Smith, GS7, I mean... My God. I hate Pete Carroll now. I hated Pete Carroll at USC. I hated Pete Carroll at the Patriots. When Pete Carroll dies, I will say rest in power, my guy, Pete Carroll. When Pete Carroll dies. Well, he is 110 years old. Do you think they'll bury him in a pile of bazooka? Probably. Uh, I mean, listen, Pete Carroll is a good human being. I hate him as a football man. Russell Wilson, you're an average quarterback. You're not special. You're not unique. You're not elite. This is the Aaron Rodgers discussion. You're just a quarterback, dude. Without an elite defense, without great wide receivers, without a really good offensive line, you're just not that special. Which continues to separate Tom Brady from everybody else. That's what I'm saying, man. Justin Haber in San Diego who now plays in LA at the Rams house. Justin Haybear, special. Right. Russell Wilson's not. Right. Speaking of Justin Haybear, uh, the Instagram account NFL memes underscore IG had some fun with some NFL quarterbacks. And it's a very simple question, guys. Would you? That's all it is. That's all this is. That's it. The very simple question is would you? With Mrs. Bro. Lamar Jackson. Bro. Deshauna Watson? Deshauna Watson. I said Lamar Jackson. Deshauna Watson's a hell no. And the question was, how many beers will it take? They say seven beers, six with, with a massage. Get it? Like massage. <laughs> yeah. Get it? Yeah. Um, what do you guys think of uh, Aaron Rodgers? Wait, is that flow from Progressive? Yeah, it could be. It could be. I'm telling you right now. The answer is hell no. Yeah, hell no. Uh, would you? Hell no. Hell no. Um, what about Kyler Murray? 
Come on. Look how low Kyler is because he's, he's short. It's not Kyler. It's oh, I'm Kylie. Sorry. Kylie Murray. Thank you. Respect it. Short. The answer is hell no. Let's get into some maybes. How about Kristen Cousins? Well, the problem is, I, I agree, bro. Hell no. That's just Kurt with a wig. <laughs> that's Kurt Cousins with a wig. Yeah, obviously not. Obviously not. Now, here's one where I'm like, I'm a no. I'm a hard no on Patricia bro, Mahomes. Nice mullet, bro. I'm a hard no. No way. But what about Justine Fields? Gotta check ID first, but one. Not Justin Fields and not Justine Fields. The answer's hard no. Yeah. Now here's where we get into some trouble. Here's the true contenders. Oh. Jenny Garoppolo. What about Jenny Garoppolo? Okay. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. What about No. Tona Brady. No. Tona. Tona. Uh I'm probably a I'm a shot. Nah. Give me give me a little fireball. <laughs> I love how it just says sober. <laughs> Cause Tona Brady's not terrible. I it's 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 uh whatever Garoppolo's was. Now day. listen. Now listen. Jenny I Garoppolo. think Jenny Garoppolo Garoppolo is Dude, smoke show. But here's the true winner. Zacky Poo. Bro, what? Zacky Poo. Are you kidding me? Kinda cute one beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, by far. Okay, comments, comments. What, by what far. Are people saying? Jenny Garoppolo's the winner. All day. All, All day. day bro. All day. Uh, let's see. Um, San Diego State Aztec says, congrats on the new NFL music. If you're not making mistakes, you're not trying. If you weren't blowing up listeners, you wouldn't matter to them. Very true. Wow. Very true. Um, let's see. Uh, Eric and Raleigh says, meow. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Zach looks like mama. Does he? Th is that why I'm oddly? Well, uh, yeah, that's Lisa Wilson. Is it the jawline? Is it's Lisa it Wilson. Yeah, I think it is. Boyd, I think you, I think you could yeah. be right about that. I think you could be right about that. Uh, yeah, Jeremy Severe says uh, Zach looks like his mom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Kurt Meyer says Lisa Wilson, exactly right. Talking with Raphael. How's the baby, Raphael? Uh, says Tona Brady is the goat. Ha <laughs> ha, exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, Salty Drunk says Marv Albert was great. Yes! Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, baby head Kylie. Exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. Jeff Johnson says that's hilarious. You know, I just, I think these are great. I do. I, I, I think whoever came up with this, but again, dude, Jenny, that, that's Jenny Garoppolo, right there, that's dude. the one. Jesus. That is the one. There is no doubt about that. There is absolutely no doubt about that. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, by the way, by the way. Make sure you use the promo code MONTY25 to get your Papa Murphy's pizza. Save 25% off your purchase of $25 or more. And the November special, oh, is so good. Papa Murphy's presents how to change the way you pizza. Step one, grab a delicious Papa Murphy's pizza. Step two, bake. Step three, chow down on the deliciousness. Order the limited time Hog Heaven pizza today at papamurphys.com. Dude, the hog heaven. Bomb. What are we having for mm -hmm. breakfast? I don't know. Like, we got to have something, dude. I need beans in my life. I don't. I, I We may be doing a Beto's run before yeah, we head out we to need Mammoth. Beans, dude. 
I need some beans. But before you order breakfast, order your Papa Murphy's pizza for Thursday night football. Use Hell the promo yeah. code Monty25. By the way, by the way, not to interrupt, how crappy is this matchup tonight? It's not good. Real quick. It's, like, it's not Panthers, good. Panthers, Falcons? It's not good. Are you kidding me? And Atlanta's a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. Good and they're Lord. not e- They're not even playing Chaboy. Baker's not the starting quarterback there. It's not good. It's not good at all. Uh, 25% off your purchase of $25 or more. At Papa Murphy's Pizza, who always presents football at 50. So wait, what did we think of the music? We didn't even get any feedback on the music. Like, yeah, we, what we, you, you know, we put together this great song and like, you know, what about the music? Yeah, what do you, you know, what do you, yeah. Uh, uh, everybody, <laughs> um, Jenny G might not throw four quarter inter- fourth quarter interceptions in the playoffs. Maybe I'll take her. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Josh Loverin, of course, is in on Ross. Uh, Broncos thought they were getting Jenny G and ended up with Patricia Mahomes at QB right now. <laughs> Rip Wilson, sure. Make sure to hit that like button. This episode is fire. Thanks so much, Raphael. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, I appreciate you guys hitting the like button. Uh, all 220 of you that are watching the show right let's now. Go. If you hit the like button, let's at least, can we get 100 yeah, of the 221 that are watching the show right now to hit the like button? You don't even have to have an account to like it. Come no, on. you don't. Come on. Give us a like on that. That let's would go. be uh, huge. We really appreciate uh, you guys doing that. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, let's see. Uh, Kurt Meyer says, go back to the copyright infringement. <laughs> <laughs> I I love the NFL music, but man, they when they yeah, strap you, you with it, that, you can't, can't do, do it. it. Jeff Johnson says music wasn't terrible; it's a grower. I don't know what does that mean. I'm going to leave it. It grows on you. Oh, grows on. But you. next hour again, we all need to get the the Monty vibe going again. <laughs> Telling you, you bounce with it a little bit. You know, yeah, it is. Uh, Eric and Raleigh says, question about Jack in the Box on the way. You don't go through Reno to get to Mammoth? No. No, no. You go, I mean, you essentially split the okay. state of Nevada okay. right in half. Okay, here we go. You do. You split it right in half. You go out to uh, Casinoville, which I, can, I can't. The, Wendover. Wendover. You Casinoville. Go out, <laughs> you go out to Wendover and you essentially just head southwest from Wendover. Yeah. So you do not go to Reno. Um, you t- it's all country back roads. You're doing 100 miles an hour the whole time. It's amazing. Which I'll be really curious to see how this goes because uh, with all the snow and stuff they've been getting. Yeah, it kind of makes you wonder because if you're on the back roads, it, it, it saves you two hours of travel. Two hours and about 200 miles. It saves you a lot of time. Um, but there's been a lot of snow, so I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I've got the Quattro. Right. So I'm not really that worried about it per se. Right. Worried worried about it. Right. Yeah. I mean, se. I think the, the thing, well, like this morning we had a little bobble because it was icy. Dude. You know, like, okay, maybe not a little bobble, maybe like a big a, bobble. A big bobble like, getting know, like on, was, getting on Bangator. Yeah. It was just one of those deals where it, you know, it's cold and it's icy. Like, I don't, you know, what do you do? So I, I don't know. I just, I, yeah, that back road thing is really fun. The last time we went, we had a great time last and year. We I'm went really a year curious. ago. Here's the, here it is, by the way. Um, let me get that comment down. Um, the Monty show is presented by the advocates, utahadvocates.com. When you need an attorney, make sure you go to the advocates. Uh, that's the route we're taking. Um, the route in the middle of the screen is eight hours and six minutes. If you go south, 
through like Cedar City, St. George, it's 10 and a half hours. If you go out I-80, um, you, you can't just go straight across. You got to It's nine hours and four minutes. It's another hour. I don't know, man. Do we, do we take the risk and go down the middle of the state? What do you think? I mean, part of me feels kind of like, because there's nothing out there in those back roads. Like, nothing. It, there's nothing. There is out no there, gas. Like, there is no. Like, you have one issue out there and you're done. You can fire a cannonball and never kill anything but a cow occasionally. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It may, it may be wiser to take the. Wiser? Take the. Uh, the high road? The freeway. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. We might do that. Uh, again, Utah Advocates, UtahAdvocates.com. Weather's turning, man. They're doing all this stuff about safety awareness. If you don't follow the advocates on Instagram, you should. Um, I mean, they do a lot of stuff on car safety, and we just went to Big O Tires and got the uh, Klaus all set up on tires, so that's all good. But let's talk Utah Jazz basketball right here on the Monty Show. They win again in Hotlanta. Uh, Jake, I'll, I'll just ask you straight away. Are the Utah Jazz the best team in the NBA? Um, I mean, I don't know if they're the best team in the NBA. I think that there's, you know, there's there's a lot of contenders for that. I think, you know, that conversation starts with, you know, um, you know, who has a superstar? Who has talent? Who has who has that setup? And and I think that obviously not every team has that. And I look at this Jazz team and one of the first things I say is that while Laurie Markinen is a phenomenal player, my opinion is right now through these first, uh, what is it, 13 games you've played so far, like he's absolutely an all-star. He's absolutely your your go-to guy right now. I, I, I look around the league at other teams, and I think these next two games are going to be really telling. Like if we use Washington as an example, you look at Bradley Beal, you look at Kyle Kuzma, you look at some of the guys they got, they got there, like they have some talented guys. I think this Utah Jazz team is better than Washington, but that's a tough place to go and get a win. I think the true test is Philly, right? If you go if you go into Philly and and you beat them, which I think there's a decent chance you will because Philly is not a fast team. They like to play half court, as I keep talking about with all these matchups. The Jazz should have good success against basically any team that wants to be a half court team instead of a transition team. So are they the best team in the league? I think that's really tough to say right now. Thirteen games in, are they are they record wise? Yeah, absolutely. But are you are you a team that that can withstand, you know, Steph Curry or 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 Kevin Durant? Like, what does a matchup with the Nets look like? What does a matchup with the Warriors? You know, you're obviously not going to stop Giannis. So that's why I say, like, I I think it's I, I on one hand, I'm like, yeah, you are because you have this great record and you know you're you're kicking ass. On the other hand. I very much feel like you're just waiting to run into that, not a buzzsaw, but that team that just is outright better than you are right now. That team that can execute at a higher level, who's been there and done that. So that's why I say, like, I don't think that they're the best team right now. I think they're playing amazing basketball. And I also, I think it's a little, like, it does them kind of a disservice to try to justify why they'd be the best team in the league right now with where the expectations started for this season. Like you think about where we started this conversation a month ago now in, in hello, hello. Uh, <laughs> you think about where, where the expectations were coming into the season. Like this team was supposed to be a tanking team. This team was supposed to be a lottery team and the VW sweepstakes and like all this stuff. So I like, think that was far more perception versus reality. It could have been, but but at the same time, like those are the expectations. As we went over with BYU, perception is reality. It doesn't really matter what Always. the actual case is. So that's why I say, like, it, like yeah, they're playing. They're one of the best teams right now. They're playing great basketball. But 
I also think that we shouldn't get, again, too far over our skis, if you will, and say that, oh, well, this scene, our, our snowboards, snowboards like you, you shouldn't, we shouldn't do that. We should be able to sit here as jazz fans and say, hey, yeah, this team's playing great basketball and, and we just need to enjoy that. All right, well, let's look at, do I say the word? Uh-oh. NBA Power Rankings. Power! Yeah, I don't know. Uh, who's the best team in the NBA? I mean, I think you have to go with Milwaukee, but... Because of record or... Because of record, and I think Giannis. I think Giannis, there's really no great defense for Giannis when he's when he's on. Okay, know? I would agree with you. I think there's no doubt. I don't even know that it's close. Uh, I don't think there's any question. The Milwaukee Bucks are the best team. But I, I wonder, here's a question. How good are the Cleveland Cavaliers? I don't think they're the second best team in the NBA. I don't. Bonnie, please. I think Boston's better than Cleveland. Mm -hmm. I think Boston, because of the defense, is better than Cleveland. I mean, if, if you're, the, if you're the, the Cleveland Cavaliers, yes, I think you've gotten off to a good start defensively. But my feeling is, is that Boston's a better defensive team than Cleveland. Um, and that's because I think offensively they're very similar. I mean, obviously mm -hmm. with Jalen and Jason, I mean, Boston's a handful. And Marcus Smart. Yeah. Well, yeah, to a lesser extent offensively. I think defensively he's a bull. Yeah. And I think that team is very balanced. Um, I am not at all a believer in Toronto, Atlanta, Chicago. I, I'm stunned at how mediocre the New York Knicks are. And I, it, it's when I look at the Jazz in the Eastern Conference, I think the Jazz are the fourth best team in the East. Honest to goodness, if if they're in the Eastern Conference, they're not Milwaukee, they're not Cleveland, they're not Boston. Uh -huh. But I think I think they're better than Atlanta, Toronto, Chicago. I think they're better than the Knicks, Wizards. I still maintain we haven't seen the best of Philadelphia. Not near it. No, no. That might take a coaching change because they're 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 incredibly flawed. Yeah, I think that might take a coaching change. And then I I don't know what's who's coming out of the smoke in Brooklyn. I guess the tough part with the Jazz is right now, and when we do these kind of comparisons, like, hey, if the Jazz were in the East, like, where would they stack up? The tough part is, is, like, I see what they put out every night, right? Like, I watched every ounce of that game last night and most of the games they play, and I see what they're putting out as far as performance and, like, what they're able to do on the floor. But I just wonder, hey, if Trey Young doesn't turn it over the way he turned it over, if... You know, if if you're if you're playing Kevin Durant and and a lot of those shots go in instead of misses, like I don't know, it just I just wonder what what their top end is. Like everybody, like I want to know is can this team reach like heights that just are ridiculous? Because right now that's kind of what they're doing. That's why they're the talk of the the league because they're doing things that are just almost in a sense outlandish. Like the fact that, that you're a 10 win team with this roster is insane. And, and, and I don't think it's all Will Hardy, but what I think it is, is people were like, Oh, well they, they traded everybody. There's no chance that they could be good. And, and that's the issue. And I think in the NBA, you don't see a lot of team basketball, which is why like Cleveland is having some success. Obviously they lose last night, but I think they've gotten off to a pretty good start here. The Donovan thing, with Darius Garland and Evan Mobley has worked so far. Um, but when I look around both conferences, the entire league, there are not a lot of teams that play great team basketball. Like I look at the Warriors. That's why they have had such outstanding long-term success because they do move the ball. They're always There's always, you know, running around, passing, like getting wide open looks. Like that's why they're able 
to have all this success. So my point in all of this yeah. is just that that you look at some teams and you're like, yeah, you know, Philly, they're just playing James Harden and 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 let's just see what kind of look. But we can it get. is Philly. Would you still say that the Philadelphia 76ers are elite? Because I do. I've I never I think. said they're elite though. We've always disagreed see, on this. But how? Uh, <sighs> Okay, so look at Philadelphia. <laughs> but I look at Phil, and I don't know how you say. You think you know it all. You, you look at the build of this Sixers team. Explain to me how the Philadelphia 76ers are not elite. Because they don't have chemistry. What they have is names, but they don't have that chemistry. Like you, like obviously we know what Joel is, right? You know that that guy is a complete savage. Yeah, he's an MVP every year. Like you know what he yeah. is, right? There's this is not a Joel conversation. But my issue is, and where we've always disagreed on this team, is that you got a guy in Tyrese Maxey mm-hmm. who is clearly developing. He's a stud, and, and clearly has best player in the league or top five player in the 22 league. 22 years dude. old, like, like stud. Like not even in his prime yet, and he's giving you these kind of numbers. My issue is James Harden. It always has been and always will be. Well, he's not playing now because he's hurt. Right, but, so. my, but, but my point is when we talk about if they're elite or like in the bigger picture, we're having a bigger picture conversation, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like even if he was playing, James Harden's never proven to be a winner. James Harden's never proven that, that hey, like when like with well, Kevin Durant, you know that, hey, He's you mean like championship shot. winner? Because well, in the I regular season, James, James Harden has been, and I think this year he was getting back to it. What does he have? A foot injury, I think. I believe but so, yeah. He was getting back to Houston James Harden. He's in elite shape. Obviously, like, the Houston handle's James back. Harden. Was Houston, Houston James Harden was one of the best players the league's seen in probably... Ever. Ever well, call it what it call it what it is. You're, you're when James Harden was at his ever? when James Harden was at his best, and did he make threes in the playoffs? No, he didn't. They missed whatever twenty seven straight. Just as an outright player, though, like he is one of the best, I think, scoring players in the history of the NBA. And he was getting back to that before he injured his foot. So he wasn't there. Is he still that guy? No, probably not. But when he's healthy, when it's Joe. When it is it Harden and when it is Maxi, I think they I think they are almost impossible to contend with in a seven game series. And if you can add PJ Tucker to get the defense in the one of four from three in the corner, yep. they're going to be good. And the other thing I look at is let's not forget Montrez Harrell. Montrez Harrell's a guy that's got fouls to give every single night, and He's he doesn't a mind weird giving start. them. He has because they I. I'm telling you, Doc Rivers is overrated as a coach. Well, yeah, and I, I think, think we he, all agree on that. I think he is a problem there. But and anyway, not to belabor the Philly point, I still maintain that Tobias Harris is, what is it, $27 million. What is it? It's too much. It's too much. Yeah. And but I think that's the issue. I, my biggest thing with Philly, and, and, I, and I, this is fixable. It's completely correctable. It's not some fatal flaw. My mm-hmm. biggest thing with Philly is they settle into one-on-one basketball. That's the problem. I don't disagree with like, that. And that's what that's what really hampers them and has for, for a couple of seasons. Well, when you are Joel Embiid and you are a spectacular shot maker, yeah. there's going to be a lot of times those spectacular shots don't go in. But like Joel on the block, I'm fine with. Or Joel at the elbow, I'm fine with. Or Joel like in a, in a matchup, I'm fine with that. But, but James is the one I struggle with sometimes. Like some of the shots he takes... Some the, the the crossover stuff like where he just wants to dribble a lot and play one on one and take uh, contested three. I'm I'm not okay with that. Like even even when he dropped that guy and did the shoulder, shoulder shimmy, you know, before he got injured this year, that was an absolute brick. He was averaging like, 22, 10 dimes and seven boards. Yeah, like the guy was having a year, and now he's out for a considerable amount of time. But 
I, I, he, I mean, Doc Rivers said the other day he's in a walking boot. Yeah. But if you look at his numbers this year, the guy is shooting 33% from three. That's not horrendous. That's yeah. actually really good. I, I think he's a guy that if he's going to average a double-double with points and assists, they're going to win. And I think it's simply a, that's a coaching problem. Yeah. This is why I'm so scared of Brooklyn. You want to talk about teams? Why am I scared of Brooklyn? Because I think Jacques Vaughn is their guy. The players wanted but Jacques Vaughn. they have Vaughn. that feel, right? Like they do. You've got the new car smell. Like There's a lot of positivity. But the like, sty stylistically, yeah. they're different now. Yeah. They are. And it is because now everything goes through Kevin. And it's why you're seeing triple doubles, assists, points, assists, rebounds. Yeah. Because the tryhard is there. Now, if they start losing games, maybe that goes away. But Seth Curry's got to stay healthy for them. Patty hey. Mills, he Patty Mills cannot be your first guy off the bench, and you expect to totally win at a high agree. level. Totally you, agree, you man. Just, at, those days are over, man. Like you, you can't do that. Yeah. But I just, I, I don't know, man. I, I think it is when I look at where the Jazz fit in this whole thing. I think they're top five right now because I do think they're the best team in the Western Conference. I, I don't care what everybody else's potential is. Nobody is playing at the level that the Utah Jazz are right well, now. Yeah, and I think it's I, th I think it, it's disrespectful to say, well, you know, like like it's disrespectful in the big picture to paint with a broad brush that like, oh, well, you know, Golden State has all these guys. It's just a matter of time. Like the, the trouble with that, and I don't actually disagree with that. Like I do think it is a matter of time for some of these teams, but – the problem with that, the thing that they're going to fight is the uphill battle. So, like, yeah. like if if let's say the Jazz are a top three seed in the West, because I think they have that kind of potential right now. If they if they can continue doing this, you have that kind of potential. Yep. If you're a top three seed in the West and the Warriors are like a five seed, it's going to be really interesting to see who you run into. Like the three six matchup is always an ass kicker, right? So like sometimes being a top seed isn't always advantageous when you go into the postseason. Sometimes it does pay dividends to only have I, I 45 wins, you know, I because agree. then you can like to be that team. That's not a play in team, but, but just barely got into the top six isn't always a bad thing. And that's why I'm saying. Like, I, I think we just have to be mindful of not being like, Oh, well, if this team doesn't win 50 games, they had a disappointing year based on what we see. No, if this team wins 45 games, that's a hell of a year. And, and I hope we don't get away from that as we, you know, work into December and as we work into the new year. Yep. Uh, R. Trippin says, hey, Montpellier? Montpellier. Mont okay. Uh, many jazz players are capable of five or more three-pointers in a given night. You mean how many? Dude, uh, I, that's a lot. Um, obviously, Lori. Um, JC. Jordan Clarkson. Mike. Mike Conley still, I would say. Um, Sexton. Beasley. Olenek. Eh, I don't know. Olenek can hit five for you, for sure. In a, in one game. In a game, yeah, he can. Okay, so that's six. So if we go Olenek, Markinen, Conley, Clarkson, Sexton, and Beasley. Yeah, those guys. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think Talon Horton Tucker shoots it consistently enough. Yeah, he had it going last night, but I, but I wouldn't say he's Two some prolific... I love that he's throwing his body around. Yeah, dude. I mean, I, I think I that he's starting. And, and again, I I hope that. So if this team continues, right? And I know I keep saying that. I don't mean to be repetitive. But again, it needs to be said. If this team continues on this trajectory, I hope at some point Fizdale gets in front of the media. I hope at some point they give I him an opportunity to talk. I don't think that'll ever happen. 
Wow. Uh, I mean, it, it, I want Will Hardy talking and I want David Fisdale developing. And I, again, if we're, if we're talking about the game last night as we talk Utah Jazz basketball presented by uh, TridayTrading.com, make sure you check them out. All I'm asking you to do is go to TridayTrading.com slash Monty and watch the free webinar. It costs you nothing. It, it, there's no obligation at the end of it. Just go watch the webinar at TridayTrading.com. Stop complaining about your job. Get off the hamster wheel of side hustles where you've tried Amazon and DoorDash and Uber Eats and just get the job done. Have one career, work for yourself, make gobs of money. If I said to you every business day for the rest of 2022, you can make 300 bucks and more. Yeah. Would you do it? You would absolutely do it. And that's what's happening. At, absolutely, it's a bag alert. At TridayTrading.com, there are people today that will make $1,000 day trading. Today. And it'll probably only take them a couple hours to do a that. Ask yourself right now, how much money are you making today? If it's not 500 to 1,000, you're in the wrong line of work. Because Triday Trading, it's sitting there. It costs you nothing to find out about it. Go to TridayTrading.com. Slash Monty. Um, I think when you when you look at what's right with this team and you look at how they won that game last night, they won that game as a team. They won that game not playing elite defense because they did not last night, although in the fourth quarter when it counted, they were in the right space at the right time most of the time. They won that game because they moved the basketball. Mike Conley had that offense on a string. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the facilitation by by multiple players – I mean, Jordan Clarkson had several moments that you would like to have back, but he also made an extra pass two, three times. He's also penetrating and getting to the rim. Um, You look at, obviously, Laurie Markkinen is a guy that if you're going to give him six of eight from three, you're not going to beat the Jazz because he's also dropping a Euro step with a a left-hand finish, which is ridiculous. That throw-up sloppy finish in the lane on a hook shot, ridiculous. He's playing really good basketball he's playing all-star caliber basketball and you look at what this team is getting off the bench they're getting balanced scoring yeah and you're not reliant on the three ball you want to shoot 53s a game but you're not relying on that to win anymore and I think that's why this team is so good they are really good defensively and I think they are a team that can play multiple styles they can run up and down because there were times last night where this game was frenetic yeah, They were getting after it. It was a track meet. And then there were times where you had to run half-court sets, and they were absolutely able to do that. And one of the other things I thought was so interesting was when Atlanta went on their run in the third quarter, what did Colin Sexton do? Came in the game, got the ball, got fouled. Yep. Get to the line. Well, that's Get coaching. to the basket. Like, that's coaching. That's where, Will, you have to say, Will Hardy was in his ear telling him, hey, they're going on their run, and that's fine, but we need to control this game yeah. by getting to the line. We need to control the flow and the momentum by getting to the line. And and I'm telling you, like, it, it was clear as day that that was an emphasis throughout this game. Like, no doubt. You look at what Laurie did in the first quarter. Dude, they had, what did he have, 15 points in the first quarter? And, like, yeah. I think 12 of those were from the line or whatever it was. Like, he was abusing them physically. And I think that, you know, that that that's what I feel like we didn't have last year. Where it was yeah. like, hey, depending on who you're playing, we're going to start the game this way or that way. Or this is their weakness. We need to do that. Our Trippin says, does the league pass allow you to watch games here in Utah? Yes. Oh, that's yes. how I watch the Jazz. I do not. I, With all due respect, because I'm not trying to crush anybody, I don't, watch true, the, I don't watch the Jazz broadcast. With all due respect. Like last night, I'm watching Dominique Wilkins and, and Vince Carter do the all game. All due respect. For Atlanta, because uh, I watch it on League Pass on DirecTV. So, 
Yeah, there's a lot of ways that you can you can get that. Teddy Wayman, what's up, my guy? He says, watching the game last night, at no point thought we were going to lose, even when we were down 10 in the third. Can't say that about past Jazz teams. And it's that sequence with Walker Kessler last night where yep. he gets blocked, he blocks a shot, he comes back and dunks. Like, that want to. And the the word that I'll use again is is facilitating. You have a coach that's facilitating growth in his players because he's not overexposing Walker Kessler. He's playing him in certain matchups. There are nights where Walker doesn't play. There are nights where he plays five minutes. There are nights where he plays 18 minutes because he fits into the flow of games, right? There are nights where Beasley's going to play more and play less. Talon Horton Tucker doesn't fit into every game because what was, what was the story last night? It was guys doing their unique job using their skill set. Walker Kessler blocking shots. Talon Horton Tucker blocking shots and throwing the air around. Yeah. Banging into guys. Mike Conley facilitating. Left-handed player finishing with the right-handed teardrop. Like all of these guys now are are playing free basketball. That's why I think when you look at Mike Conley, he looks like a guy that's having a good time. <laughs> he looks like a guy that's having fun playing basketball again. And it didn't look like that the last two years. And I think it's because they're not load managing Mike anymore. They're controlling his minutes because he's an older player now and nobody's afraid to say that out loud. Yeah. And also, by the way, you have JC, you have Malik Beasley, you have other guys that you can put the ball in their hands. THT, who can bring the ball up. You have guys who can bring the ball up. Lori Marketing can take the offensive load for a quarter at a time. So you're not relying on Mike Conley. Now, if he gets hurt, this is going to be a very different dynamic. Yeah. But you're not relying on Mike Conley to be the guy every single night. Well, and I think this minutes thing you're talking about is why he won't get hurt. I mean, again, it's consistency is the word now. Like, if the Jazz can consistently keep their belief, if the Jazz can consistently manage minutes correctly based on the matchup and who they have, if the Jazz can, 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 you know, correctly diagnose, like, like why a guy is struggling and get him back going again, like like that consistency in all those areas is what will lead to success. But is Colin Sexton happy about playing 13 minutes last night and only scoring three points and being a minus 10? Well, no. But is not. he complaining about that? He's not. He's a guy that understands that every night's going to be a different story written. And I think that that's what's so beautiful about his acceptance of a backup role. That's what's so beautiful about the fact that you look at the guard depth off of this bench and it's it's THT, it's Beasley, it's Sexton. But hey, if if I want to rotate those guys, I can do that and I can play any of them on the court at the same time with JC or with, with Mike Conley. Yeah. Look at Kelly Olynyk. He's a really good example of this. Kelly Olynyk's not a 30-minute player until he is, until they need him to be. Until, you know, a guy like a, a, a Vando gets hurt. Jared Vanderbilt gets hurt. He's not playing for two nights. Olenek's taking more of the load, right? Last night, you don't need Olenek but 20 minutes because Walker Kessler was productive and in the flow of the game. Yeah. So you have a guy like Will Hardy, and I think one of the wins for Will Hardy has been that he has absolutely figured out what their guys are and what their roles are. And he has not wavered from that. And he has facilitated the highest, best use of his top 10 guys. And with all due respect, if Nikhil Alexander-Walker doesn't play, nobody's going to complain about that. If, you know, Azabuki doesn't play, who's even going to recognize that? All due respect. 
You know, like if Rudy Gay goes three games without getting a minute, who's going to recognize that? That's right, T. But then he's going to go five games and have a game like last night where Rudy Gay plays 18 minutes because that's what the team requires. And I think at times last year when there was a wholesale lack of accountability, guys would bitch and moan when they didn't get their minutes. And you can't do that. Rudy Gobert didn't want to sit on the bench. He would bitch and moan about that. Well, guess what? Did anybody see Minnesota again last night? Mm. Rudy Gobert back in the lineup after he fondled a bunch more microphones. (coughs) Okay, I'm a jerk. (coughs) I shouldn't have said that. Um, Rudy Gobert last night. Let me, let me give you Carl Anthony Towns' numbers and then ask yourself how Rudy Gobert did. Cat played 28 minutes. Okay. He gave you eight boards, four dimes, a block shot, and 11 points. Did Rudy Gobert have a good night or a bad night? In the box score. Rudy Gobert had a huge night. Rudy Gobert had 25 points, 11 rebounds, three blocks, 8 of 11 from the uh, floor, 9 of 11 from the free throw line. Only problem was they got blown out by the Suns, 129-117. How many times did we write that game story last year where Rudy (laughs) would have a huge game, but why did did Rudy have a huge game? Well, because you shot 9 of 27 from three. Ouch. You know, like... Ouch. His biggest games come when you struggle because he's an elite rebounder. Yeah. They're going to struggle. Did anybody see that Minnesota played with four guys for two possessions because they had a mistake? And you had a guy in D'Angelo Russell who didn't get to the scores table in time. So he couldn't check in. But the other issue in that situation was Toreen Prince had checked out already. So they played with four guys. <laughs> like it's ridiculous. I don't, again, if you're Minnesota, you're, you're just not going to be good. Anyway, less of us, more of you here, 730, yeah. talking about the biggest stories in sports brought to you by our good friends at Quick Quack Car Wash. Uh, make sure you get your wash pass at Quick Quack because they're the best car wash in the business. Uh, if you didn't already know that, uh, make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Every morning, Quick Quack Car Wash brings you the biggest stories in sports. It absolutely is a Utah Jazz. There's no doubt about that. Uh, let's uh, get some of your comments in here. Jake Dane, good morning to you. Hey, can we take a second and just vent about how stupid it is that unless I get locked into a TV contract or do some sketchy VPN BS, I can't just simply watch a Jazz game. I'm so over it. Well, I, I, you know, like the DirecTV thing, I'm telling you, is the way to go. Like I don't have a year-long contract. I don't have, like, I don't. Yeah, it's tough, dude. I don't disagree with you. But Ryan Smith is addressing that. I mean, and if you take them at their word at the Jazz, and I do, they're paying for the sins of their their past ownership. Yeah. And they are in a long-term deal with the RSN that is terrible. And you're you're laying in somebody else's bed right now. Next year, they swear they're going to have stream options available and they're going to have a part of the plan. Much better TV deal. Brett Stubbs, how the heck are you? Nah, home court advantage is always good in the playoffs. I agree with that. I agree with that. Jose Luis BG. What's up? Good to see you, bud. People don't get what the Jazz are doing. They are rushing to those 30 wins everybody says they'll get so they can call it a season and get to Cancun early. (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, if that's, oh, man, Man, if I didn't know that. I I, I don't know how we didn't diagnose that, you know? Like, come on. You know. Uh, That's awesome. I appreciate that. Uh, Tanner says, right, Jose? They can go hang out with Cancun Cruise once they get to 30 wins. Cancun. 
Cruz. By the way, good to see you, Tanner. Good to see you in the comments. Appreciate you. Yeah, good to see you, Tanner. Uh, by the way, we should probably talk about the fact that Tanner doesn't want that drop played in reference to him anymore. Yeah, can't play it. Sorry. Which is very disappointing. Yeah. It's um, still it's still around, and you'll hear it. I mean, we can but, play the drop. Yeah, but it's not going to be in reference to... Uh, he will no longer allow us yeah. to play this drop. Oh, my God, just like that. Oh. In reference to... Yeah. That person. So he's been, he's been, we get it. Yeah. We get it. Uh, Jeremy Bolton says, Jake Dane, this is a thousand percent. It's so stupid. The only game I've been able to watch was the one I went to. It sucks, but Jeremy Bolton says, That's right, T. Don't disagree with you. Brett Burnett says, Jazz winning on the court because they pulled a fast one off season and during the season. Ainge is smiling. He is, absolutely. He is, yep. Coach Leverin says, Jazz have an 87% chance to make the postseason now and a 4% chance of reaching the finals. New win-loss projection has them at 49 wins, according to 538. Yeah, it's ongoing. It is. But again, I've said this, and people get upset when I say it. You're, you're 13 games into the season. Okay, l listen. They're good. That's absolutely but they're going to go through a downturn. They're not. There's not a chance in the world this team wins. Pause, bro. Pause. Wins 49 games. I, I, mm -hmm. I would put that at 10 percent. I, they I think they can games. crack 40, though. Oh, I think they can win 40 to 45. 47, 48, 49 would be the stuff of legends. Got to be Philly and Philly. He would be. Yeah, you you can't. You can lose one game per trip. Yeah, at that rate. Uh, my HOA provides the jazz unheard of okay. like that. Okay. Our trip, it says shock Vaughn shock Vaughn, uh, has the fourth worst coaching record in NBA history, but he yeah, was but also had a cup of coffee, the, the, bro. Are you kidding me with the Orlando magic, dude? Come on, Come guy. On now. <clears throat> Tanner Plummer, right. the less Ainge Smith and Fisdale talk to the media, the better. It wasn't great the last couple of times. Well, now you're winning though. Now you're winning. Uh, Michael Burton, good morning, friend. He says, I think the Jazz might be the second best team behind the Bucks. Are the Jazz better than Cleveland? I think that's really, really close, dude. I don't know that that's as clean cut as, you know, as it looks. Like, I think that's close. So Donnie's going to score 30, and your job is going to have to be to limit everybody else. Mobley's going to be the tough guy, but I would imagine that's a Vando matchup. Vando or Markkinen. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I look at Cleveland. The I, I probably, again, I have no life, but I think that Markkinen, Olenek and Jared Allen would be interesting. Mm -hmm. I think Markkinen and Mobley would be pretty even. Yeah. Garland. The Garland matchup's the problem. Well, and who are you going to have guard Don? Probably Mike. <sighs> Don would eat him up. Well. Who else are you going to put on him? Beasley? I, I think Jordan Clarkson. Okay, Clarkson. I think Clarkson guards Don. And I think Garland and Mike Conley go head-to-head. -head. But this is also the problem because they play Karis LeVert. So can you have Vando on Karis LeVert? That's an issue. Yeah. That's an issue. I think Colin Sexton would have to have a very good series to beat them. Yeah. Probably. I mean, Probably. Because yeah. you're gonna you're gonna rack fouls on that team. Yep. Right? It's gonna be a very high scoring affair. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Yeah. I mean yeah, we I don't know. That. I think yeah. I, I think that's something I will look forward to. Hundred percent. I will absolutely look forward to talking about that. Um but I think I, I would go Milwaukee, Cleveland, and right now today I'd put the Jazz third. That's me. Okay. 
Uh, Brett Stubbs, what's up? I live in Texas right now, so I get every game on League Pass. It's my favorite thing about living outside of Utah, but being a Jazz uh, diehard fan, yeah. Next year, I, I have to believe this all changes. Michael Burton says, Jazz are playing amazing team basketball, which is flowing and enjoyable to watch. I agree. It is. I agree. Um, you know, main event says, take note. Okay. We have. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll see. Uh, Ruff's official says, Vaughn is going to be as successful as Darvin Ham. Well, I think Darvin Ham has been handed a crap sandwich. I mean, I, I don't know... I think Darvin Hand's going to be a good a good coach. You're casual, um, you know. Uh, what's up, Teddy? Read that one already. Brett Burnett, Bucks have a weakness like the Jazz in the past: easy to beat when it counts. Maybe I don't know. I'd say easy. I the thing that's amazing about the Bucks is that Giannis has gotten better every year. Yeah. I mean, his fadeaway game, his 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 shot on the hole, yeah, is unlikely to have achieved what it's achieved. And now he shoots free throws better. He also is amazing on the low block. His three-point shot is still awkward at times. Right. But he's an incredible player. You got you to gotta put a body on him. You cannot allow him to run the floor. Yeah. You can't. Uh, Brett Stubbs says Kessler was key to that comeback. I would agree. Tanner says Kessler was um, impressive. Uh, I agree with that. Uh, Tanner making a point, but the Jazz can foul when you have a deep bench. I would agree with that. Uh, I would totally agree with that. Danny is uh, just money-balling the league, um, Severe says. I would agree with that. Cheetle Bags says, I'll be in the second row in Indiana February 13th. Get the Monty merch ready by then. <laughs> okay. Okay, absolutely. I pro- Here's what I promise you. In December, we will have new shirts printed. And does anybody – let's talk about merch real quick. Does anybody have a desire for a beanie? Because kid over here is like, dude, I want a beanie. We got to do beanies. Can I get a beanie? Can I get a beanie for my I balls and my hat? I want it. Am I wrong? No. <laughs> no. Is it t-shirts? Is it, you know, what is it you guys want? Well, I mean, we'll do that. Uh, the Jazz accidentally put together the right blend of talent, tenure, and tenacity. This team blends so well under Hardy's system. I would agree, Shep. Absolutely right. Um, you know. I, I think, yeah, I think they blend really well. Daniel Westover, how are you? I'm getting tired of national media calling for Ainge to stop the Jazz from winning. It is a little tired. Yeah. Because I think he has said repeatedly, and I think we started talking about this in after the Don trade, they're not tanking. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's why we've been on the not tanking thing for so long. I mean, it's been clear as day that they're not but, going to do that. But every ESPN, ABC, TNT the other night had a long conversation about it. Yeah, like, because it's easy. It's 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 lazy content. Like, it's easy to be like, oh, well, yeah, they, uh, they should not win. And let's talk about the draft. And let's talk about... VW, even though there's no way on God's green earth that they're going to get in uh, through the ping pong uh, ping pong ball system, like you're not you're you're not doing that. Like yeah. that's just not what it is. Yeah, I totally agree. I I, I think it is a I think it is it's, it's played. It's played. Yeah, I totally agree. It's played. I I just yeah, it drives me crazy. Uh, it also drives me crazy when you don't go to barbecue pit stop bbqpitstop.com. Uh, from Logan, Layton, Lehigh, St. George, and of course our good friends in Salt Lake City, Murray. Uh, or anywhere you are in the world listening to the show, get to barbecuepitstop.com. Chat with them online. You can order online. They'll ship right to you. But if you're in, in, in Utah, go to one of their five stores because they are spectacular. They, you remember as a kid, you used to go to Ace Hardware or True Value or even you know idiots like you would go to Home Depot and call it the hardware store. Uh, but anyway, remember how amazed you were walking through? I was a, I was a wrenches guy. 
I used to love, if you gave me a bucket of bolts, some nuts, and some wrenches, I was good for a week. Yeah, big fan of the nuts, huh? Love me some nuts, right? Right, right. Anyway, the point is, that's what it's like at Barbecue Pit Stop. When you walk into Barbecue Pit Stop, it's like walking into a toy store as a man. You're you're touching all the equipment. You're looking at the Traeger Ironwood 885, the Timberline series. You're like, damn, look at that Yoder. That thing is sexy, mom. Right? Like you're doing that. You're playing with the big green egg, which you can do at home as well. But you're also looking at the that entire wall of just rubs, spices, sauces. Wow, look at those bags of wing dust. Mm-hmm. They've got it all at Barbecue Pit Stop. By the way, it doesn't even matter what they sell because you're not paying for the merch. I mean, you are, but you're actually paying for their expertise because they'll tell you how to make a great brisket. They'll, how, they'll tell you how to do brats. They'll tell you why you want competition blend pellets instead of cherry or oak or pecan. Like, you name it, they know it at Barbecue Pit Stop. Hook it up online, bbqpitstop.com. And again, I tell you the best seasoning for every kind of meat is asado seasoning. Uh, we have put that on beef. We have put that on wings. We have put that on chicken. My word. It's amazing. Asado, A-S-A-D-O, asado seasoning. Uh, make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show uh, at barbecuepitstop.com. Jeff Johnson says, give Monty a set of nuts and bolts and he'll be good for a week, guys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, Don Rayner says, shipping time to Finland is a bit rough, but that doesn't mean they can't do it. Yeah, they can do it. You know what I'm saying? Caleb Harrison says, right off season interviews showed uh, Zanuck and Ryan clearly saying they were excited for this upcoming season while mainstream media said the coach and players have a different plan than the front office. Yeah, and I just totally disagree with that. Yep. Totally disagree with that. Cody says, VW is a trap draft. He'll get hurt and not play. Agreed. To which the Nye guy says, amen, Cody. Agreed. You know. Agreed. I, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. Uh, the Nye guy says, uh, a beanie for my ball bag. Shut up and take my money. A ball bag. Should we, we call that a hacky sack? Yeah. You know. Uh, Co- Carlo Reyes says, Kyrie to Westbrook. I would trade Kyrie Irving for Russell Westbrook right now. Hello, here, man. What Russ has done for the Lakers this year coming off the bench as a sixth man, not starting him even with, with LeBron out, although that may change, but the, they said the plan is not to start him. Right. He's been great off the bench. If I am the LA Lakers, tell me that you are not trying to trade for Kyrie Irving. Yeah. You would do that. Yep. You would do that. And yep. if I'm the Brooklyn Nets, tell me you don't have interest in, in Russ coming off your bench, dropping 20-plus points. trying boys. to control their little worlds. But how often does the right trade get made? Rarely. Very rarely. This is the right trade. It was the right trade in the summer. It was the right trade in training camp. It's the right trade after the anti-Semitism. Correct the mundo. Trade Kyrie for Russ and let's move on with our lives. Yep. That's what should happen. That yep. means it probably won't happen. You know, it, it won't. Our uh, Trippin says that 538 projection is based off individual players. Um not team success, if that makes sense. I think it's more accurate. Yeah, it is. So, But here's the thing. Here's why I don't like win projections. Because it doesn't account for injury and the normal flow. When you're talking about win projections, in our trip, and I actually know exactly what you're talking about, and I think it's probably the right way to do it. When you take individual players and you group them, it tells you what they're capable of. I totally agree. But... Injuries are such a big part of the game, especially with guys. When you have older guys like LeBron or Mike Conley or James Harden, 
you're seeing that now. So with the Jazz, I think you have to look at the fact that Vando's missed a couple of games with some aches and pains, not injury. So I would guess he's going to miss a couple more. Yeah. But you look at some of the guys on this roster, Colin Sexton's going to have to manage his knee at some point. Mike's going to miss games. I think we all know that. You have to account for that. I just think 49 wins, man. That would be unbelievable. Yeah. That that would be that would be un, uh, unthinkable. Yeah. Unthinkable. Uh, Boyd Lake says, uh, straight mustard and salt and pepper rub for brisket, the Central Texas way. Hey, man, salt and pepper is one of the most underutilized, underrated seasoning combos in, in, in the world. And so many people. And listen, I, I, again, I'm an asado guy, so I'm probably being a hypocrite here, but so many people are like, oh, I can't just do salt and pepper. I need to get that twisty McRiffer kumbubu stuff. I want you to listen to me. The witch doctor in Istanbul made it. So it's got to be good, right? Like, or that or everybody's like, oh, it's not, it's, there's no such thing as too hot. You're oh, casual. Bring the heat, my, 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 Bring my, my. the heat. I'm trying not to curse as much. Uh, Jeremy Severe says lots of teams besides the Jazz this year that people thought were going to be bad actually doing really well. Examples, the Pacers. Oh, how about OKC? Yeah. That's crazy. Shea Gilgis Alexander. I don't know if I'd say, are the Kings doing well? By Kings standards, yeah. I mean, you you are out of the playoffs at four and six. I think the Portland Trailblazers are one of those teams, mm-hmm. certainly. Um, I think I'm a little surprised that the the Spurs are in in the ninth spot. I'm a little surprised by that. I'm also surprised to see that that Golden State is out of the playoffs. You know, like and you want to talk about by their standards, yeah. OKC's four and seven, and they've. They've beaten a lot of good teams. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you're going to see Golden State's going to come back. Like, obviously. I mean, I don't know what you say about. I'm surprised that Orlando still is only three wins because I thought they would win more games. Paolo's but been good though. He's been excellent. Yeah, Paolo's been very good. He's been excellent. I'm telling you, the East is just deadly. Yeah. They, I want the. I wish the Bulls were good. Yeah. As and a, I wish I had a million dollars. You know. As a Bulls fan, man, I wish I had I wish I had a team like the Jazz. Yeah. I, I mean, I truly do. Uh, Utah should win 55 to 60 games at this pace and play for an NBA championship. Okay. Chill out. Chill Op- out. Okay, you gotta open the garage door before <laughs> you start the car. You open the garage door. Yeah. Fumes are getting to you. Um <laughs> Ryan Brown says, I love the lineup of Conley, Clarkson, Beasley, Laurie, and Vanderbilt. Yep. Good lineup. Good lineup. Yeah, I, I, problems. I think everybody's a starter. Your top eight guys are all guys you could start. I mean, if you think about Beasley and Colin Sexton, you could start them. Yep. I want more from Walker Kessler. I want to see more, more minutes. I want to see him. Can he here's – a, here's a question I guess I would ask. Yeah. And I, and, and I don't know if, it, if it's pertinent or not. Can he start at the power forward in the NBA? Mm. Do you want that? I don't. I want him to be. A, I want him to be a five because at the five, his athleticism allows him to beat guys, to beat other fives. You know, at the four, you get the hybrid yeah, three-four guy that can give him some problems, and you know, and Vando's that hybrid three-four guy for you. I, I don't disagree with that. I, I'm curious though what his upside is because I don't. I don't know that he projects to be all NBA. I don't think he no, projects show to that be, he can shoot it to, to get to that. I, mean, I think he projects to be a really solid. 20 to 25 minute a night bench guy at this point mm-hmm. until in 
to that point yeah. until he shows you he can really stroke it well. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean shoot it. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Stop it. Stop. You're embarrassing you yourself. Why do you say things like that? You're like, embarrassing you know, yourself you now. You know what people are going to say. Until Walker Kessler shows that he can consistently shoot at the NBA level. Oh, my God. Just like that. Oh. <laughs> I deserve that. But I wonder what he projects to. I wonder. Tyler 2K says stroke it. Let's see. Stop it. Oh, my it. God. Just like that. Stop it. <laughs> um, eight teams in the West. Who's in and who's out? Ooh. All right. Here we go. Eight teams in the West. Jazz, Suns, Nuggets, Grizzlies, Mavericks are all in. Right? Those are five. Clippers are in. Clippers are in for six. Man, I got to think the Pelicans. Warriors. Pelicans. No. It's, it's only eight teams. I know. Warriors. They will be in. I'm telling you. They're not missing the postseason. I mean, right now to be top eight, you got to have six wins, and they're at four. So you're talking about a game, game and a half. Yeah, it's not that much. I can't believe Portland's going to play 700 basketball all year. No. Nah. They're not. Dame's going to get hurt. So they're going to fall. I think New Orleans and Golden State. So the Jazz Suns, in no particular order, Jazz Suns, Nuggets, Grizzlies, Mavericks, Clippers, Pels, Warriors. There's your top eight. I think that's your top eight. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think Minnesota, I think Minnesota is so flawed now. They're so flawed. Well, and it's just awkward. Like D'Lo's not playing well. Edwards isn't playing well. D'Lo is playing horrendously. Yeah. So I think that's your top eight out West. Let me update that poll question we posted today. Uh, 397 votes. Um, Are the Utah Jazz the best team in the NBA? 60-40. Yes. Well, on 397 votes, 60% of the people in this in this show think that they are you we've had 2500 people watch this show today and 60% of you who voted. Damn. That's a lot. That's, that's a, a lot. pretty strong number, man. Yeah. That's a pretty strong number. By the way, if you're Good one showing. of the 270 people here right now, please give us a thumbs up or two. we always try to get to 100. We need 20 more, man. Let's go. Come on, 20 people click that like We're button. We're asking for 2 seconds of your life here. Let's, Let's go. Let's get this done. By the way, football 50 coming up in 60 seconds. I think those are the 8. Right. Those are the 8. Joseph Call says uh, the Jazz get into a 3-point shooting match with Golden State. They don't win that. They don't. Agreed. They don't. They don't. Um Tanner Plummer says no, I asked you to stop playing that drop at all if that's possible. No, it's not possible. It's not possible. It's not possible. I mean, we like I said, we won't play it in reference to you, but you know. Yeah. We will not. Um, okay. So here's my guy. And he wants his name pronounced correctly. Okay. It's Louis Campasso. Okay. As in Louis Vuitton. Okay, so Louis. Not Luis Campasso. Okay. Louis Campasso. Is that correct, Louis? I hope I'm saying that correct. Yeah. Riley O'Brien says, thumbs up, y'all. Appreciate that. Uh, Golden State, Tyler 2K says, we'll be chased off the three-point line. Our perimeter defense is, is too elite. It is very good. Yeah. It is very good. It is very good. I agree with that. No, the Nye guy, that's exactly right. The, the Jazz are like an island of misfit toys. Pretty much. I, I don't disagree with that at all. Uh, as is the National Football League, football 50, 10 to the hour, every hour. Okay, come on, man. Come Let's on, go. man. We've come around. Uh, uh, yeah. Football 50 presented by 
Papa Murphy's Pizza. Use the promo code Monty25. Tell me you don't like the music. Come on. Monty25 gets you 25% off your purchase at $25 or more at the best pizza joint in the business. Papa Murphy's Pizza. Um, so we had a copyright issue with our NFL music. Yeah. So we can't play it anymore. So this is a new beat. And all I'm asking you to do right now, you 255 scrubs, vibe with me a little bit. Everybody, go. Let's, let's go. go. Let's put go. the at least put the hands up, man. Okay, you're driving. Bob the head. Yeah. And by the way, while you're vibing, hit the like button. Do it now. Let's go. Let's go. Vibe with me, man. Yes. If you're not in the car, hands up. Tanner, I know you're on the train. Yeah. You're no on the front excuses. runner. Let's go. Get Tanner, get those hands up. Let's get go. those hands up, Let's yo. Go. All right. In the <laughs> NFL. Uh, we got to get to this Pete Carroll, Russell Wilson thing because these two hate each other now. And I understand it. You lost and losing does bad things to people, but let's, let's be 100 about this. Who was more responsible for the Seattle Seahawks winning their Super Bowl and being a really good team for all those years? Pete Carroll, the bazooka chewing mf -er, or was it? Go Hawks. Mm -hmm. We used to play that drop. We don't anymore because Tanner said we can't. Right. Uh, Russell Wilson or Pete Carroll? Well, my answer is pretty simple. The Legion of Boom. Defense wins championships in the NFL. Yeah. And I will continue to say what I have always said about Russ, and I know people always laugh at me. And Russell Wilson's not an elite quarterback. He's not one of the best quarterbacks in the history of the NFL. He is not the guy that carries teams to championships. Now he's gotten exposed as a fraud because he left a comfortable confines. And I'm telling you, he's no different than Aaron Rodgers because I think Aaron Rodgers is a guy much the same. Aaron Rodgers wants to blame all his teammates. Well, the problem with that is they're not the ones who made four, five, six, seven awful passes over the weekend and got beat by Detroit. That was you, A-Rod. Yep. That was you. You're not an elite quarterback. You're not an all-time great quarterback. You're not Tom Brady. You're not Peyton Manning. You're not John Elway with his horse face. You're not. You're not that guy, pal. And you're not Justin Fields. Okay, yeah. I'm kidding. Now I went too far. But my point is you're not Zach Wilson's mom either. Right. You're just not that guy. Yeah. And Russell Wilson's not that guy either. And I'm kind of tired of the Russell Wilson hype. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, the defense obviously helped him a lot. And, and, I, and he's all, he also made a ton of throws as a Seahawk. I just think that, you know, like when you have a great defense, you get more opportunities. And if he had won that Super Bowl against the Patriots, maybe we're having a different conversation. But he didn't. So there you go. Giggity asked a really good question. As usual, that's my dude. Uh, is Pete saying if Russ was wearing a wristband, they would have given Marshawn the ball on the goal line? Not a bad point. The argument here is that for multiple times now, Pete Carroll's gone on his ESPN 710 Seattle show, and he's taken shots without naming Russell Wilson. This time it was, well, in the past, you know, there was hesitation for the quarterback to wear a wristband. Now all of a sudden, with the plays on it, you know, the play chart, now all of a sudden, GS7, Geno Smith, who's still not a great quarterback. Yeah is wearing a wristband and all of a sudden that's why you handed the ball to Mar oh wait no you didn't you threw it it got picked off and you still suck pete right and i don't mind saying it i don't hate people in real life in sports i hate many people yeah and pete carroll's one of them yep i'm not a pete carroll guy yep i hated pete carroll in seattle and they're just average that's just what they are it's fine i like, hated I pete miss, carroll at usc listen, i miss the heyday of niner seahawks rivalry i hated pete division. carroll at the jets 
Yeah. I hated Pete Carroll with New England, and I hate Pete Carroll now. Did you already say SC? Yes. I hate USC. Yeah. With every fiber of my rectum, I hate USC. Okay. Uh, Rogers, wait, what? Will Vandenberg says Rogers is better, though, skill-wise. His problem is leadership. Oh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers has everything you need. And this is, but this is the argument with Aaron Rodgers, right? A Rodgers is incredibly talented, but it's the ayahuasca BS. It's yeah. the, it's the, oh, uh, yeah, I'm immunized. Yep. Yep. It's all of that BS. Instead of just keeping it 100 and being real, oh, I'm immunized. All oh, those idiots in the media. <laughs> Are the same idiots now who are pointing out that you've always been just a quarterback. Just a guy. Who throws interceptions and then blames everybody else. Tom how many, Brady, dude, Tom Brady beat you with Scotty Miller in how, the NFC Championship but, but, game, bro. How many times are we going to watch Aaron Rodgers throw an interception, get pissed, go to the sideline, throw his helmet, put a hat on, and then get upset about what's on the iPad? Right? The difference with Tom Brady doing that exact same thing is Tom's got hands full of rings. You've got a ring you're not elite yeah. you're not special you're not unique yeah. you're not one of the best quarterbacks ever or of your generation drew Brees is a better quarterback than you bro he is whether you like it or not i could argue if if aaron Rodgers didn't have a championship he does if if, if cheesehead didn't have a championship he would be out of the league already yep he would be. And then he has the nerve to say that Fathead McCarthy, oh, I missed him. I appreciate my time. Get the hell out of here. Well, you know, smoking the ayahuasca that's a tea that you actually drink. When we were smoking ayahuasca together, Fathead was actually a nice guy. You know, and I even told Joe Rogan that aliens are real and Mike McCarthy's got a fat head. Like, he goes out the other day and he's like, oh, I appreciate Mike McCarthy. I appreciate you, man. Fuck off. Like, what, who are you? Yeah. What, get out, who this are you? It's the same guy who wanted you fired. Like, come on. Okay, by the way, we got to play the Woodja game. Right, yeah. Deshaun Watson. No. <laughs> okay, so this is one of the single greatest. The single greatest. And now I got to get the banner off the screen. The single greatest things we've ever seen is NFL memes on Instagram made NFL quarterbacks look like women and simply asked the question, how many beers would it take? Um, There's not enough beer for Kirk Cousins because that's yeah, just Kurt in nah, Halloween costumes. Um, speaking of Sharon, nah, I'm good. Oh, you mean Flo from Progressive? Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm good. Oh, you mean Patricia Mahomes? Nah, I'm good. Nah. You mean verticality? Wait, I don't see anybody. What? Kylie Murray, yeah. Uh, check the bottom of the screen. She's short. Okay. But you want to drop a, a Jenny Garoppolo yes, on me? Yes, sir. You want to drop a Jenny Garoppolo on me? You want to drop a, a, a Tanya oh. Brady? Is this a yes or a no? No, nah, that's a no. She got them crazy that's eyes. That's a no. She got them crazy eyes. But he he has crazy eyes. He mouth yeah, kisses it, his children. Yeah, but it looks different. He's also got like a gazillion rings. Come on. It's a pass. And then probably the best one. What about Zacky Poop? Yeah. What about, as the, as the audience pointed out, Lisa Wilson? Yeah. What I, mean, what any, I mean, that's that's definitely a, a, a green. That's a go. That's I a, think that I think that's a green that's light a right green there. Light, dude. So you're saying this is a yellow light? That's a yellow. I, I'm not sold on that. This is a red light. That's a, in no, a, no, that's a, the light's not even on. That's a hell no. That's a red light. 
This is a green Dude, light all day. That's like, that's like, damn. This is 55 in a school zone right here, yeah. my friend. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's 55 in a school zone, um, which is how fast you should not drive to get your Papa Murphy's on. Papa Murphy's presents how to change the way you pizza. Step one, carefully knead dough. Step two, artfully spread sauce. Step three, add fresh mozzarella and assemble toppings. Step four, realize we already did all that for you. So all you have to do is bake it. For a limited time only, get the Hog Heaven Pizza with Canadian bacon, ground sausage, and crispy bacon. Papa Murphy's. Change the way you pizza. Use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your order at $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Man, I cannot wait. For Sunday, we're going to have our Papa Murphy's Pizza. It's going to oh, be amazing. Yes. Uh, Austin Napierski gives us a $5 tip. What's up, Austin? Appreciate you, buddy. He says, love y'all. Love you too, man. Uh, Tara Brady is a yes, according to Tanner Plummer. Damn. Boyd Lake says, uh, Brady and Garoppolo are good. Okay, we got to settle Dude, the I'm Tom I'm telling Brady. you, the Garoppolo thing, it's not even close. She is by far the breadwinner here. Jenny by Garoppolo. By far. Smoke show. But you're not in on the on the the Tona, yeah, Tana, Tanya, okay. Tara, Brady. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Hey man, I'm telling you. Yeah. Winner, Let's chicken go. dinner. Let's go. Even Let's my wife go. last night, we were looking at this when we were laying in bed. And my wife was like <laughs> <laughs> No. My wife's got <laughs> Mrs. Monty has COVID. Oh, come on. Yeah, she come tested on. she tested positive for the cocoa. Bro. It's brutal. Was she upset? Um, the coronavirus. So I, I don't know. I probably shouldn't. Affects me. This is probably HIPAA. Mm-hmm. But she's got the cocoa, mm-hmm. and so we did COVID tests last night because you know we would. Jake and I were under the weather. I feel a lot better today. Yeah, I slept amazing last night. Right until three, I woke up at three thirty and had to pee. Like midnight, like late night pee guy came and visited me at three thirty. Yeah. When I get up at four, it's not ideal. So, it, and that was one of those furious sessions in the bathroom. Yeah. You know, when you have to go, when you have to tinkle. Yes. And you go into the, the bathroom. Yes. You cannot get the seat up fast enough. Oh, no. And then you are just going. You can pull you, the ripcord, bro. Like, get in there. Like, you are worried about peeing through the toilet bowl. <laughs> it was one of those ones where I was like, simple. good God. And then I, I go back to bed like three minutes later. I woke up at 3.51. And I was like, good Damn. Lord, man. I don't know what it is about waking up at 3.51. But anyway, here and there. Uh, Mrs. Monty has the cocoa. And she's fine. She's had it probably for a week. I think we picked it up when we went to Boise. You know. Dastardly Boise. Um, which I love. But she, te- she so Mrs. Monty has asthma. She battles asthma. Mm-hmm. And so anytime she gets the flu or even a cold, it goes into her lungs. Right. So she's just spent two days just like coughing and hacking. Mm. And so she sniffles on on today's Thursday, Tuesday. She felt way better. She's like, yeah, I'm over it. It's gone. Right. Yesterday, she was coughing and hacking and didn't feel good. Last night, we took covid tests and she was not upset. She tested positive. Mm-hmm. She was more upset that I tested negative. Uh... I do not have covid. <laughs> it's crazy. This case is empty. And I don't know. Knock on wood. Thank you Knock to the universe. Knock on Thank you to the universe. Yeah. But I just have a really good immune system. 
And generally when I get sick, I'm sick for like 24 hours and then it's done. Those are numbers of death. But I just feel terrible that she's got the Yeah, cocaine. it's brutal, bro. Yeah, it's it, brutal, it is dude. not uh yeah. it is it is not ideal. It is not ideal at all. Uh um Louis Campasso says hope she uh gets to feeling better and she's doing okay. She's doing okay. Tanner says Mrs. M has the cocoa. Dang, that sucks. It does. Yeah. Uh, let's go. T uh, Teddy Wayman says, hell yeah. Papa Murphy's on football Sunday. Absolutely. The answer is yes. The Nye guy says, uh, I, I do things to Jenny that I wouldn't do to barn animals. Well, her barn name. Barn animals. <laughs> <laughs> but Jenny is that name. Dude. Right? Jenny, Rachel. Like, there are names out there. Lisa. Is Lisa that name? Yeah. Yeah. There are names out there that are just like, hell yeah, dude. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> there are names that Jenny is one of those names. Yeah. Jennifer Aniston, Jennifer Lopez, Jennifer Lawrence, Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. Yes. Yeah. But there are names out there where you're like, oh yeah, I'm in. Let's do this. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's crazy the way that works, but it's true. Greg Hawkins. What's up? My lawyer friend. Jeremy Bolton says, I'm surprised that Coco was the only thing you picked up from Boise. Seriously. Didn't get any ticks this time, though. I, I'm know. not sure what that's a reference to. I'm not either. Uh, Teddy says, what's up, Craig? Kay Nern says, Zach, 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 yes, Zach. Yes, yes. Yeah. The cuteness factor's there, right? Kind of cute, one beer. I think that's pretty spot on. But doesn't that look like, like that face should be named Sharon. <laughs> That name, that face screams Sharon. Sharon. Mm. You know how you look at people and you're like, okay, that's Sharon. Yeah, just like I looked at the. Uh, no, no, yeah, look at these nuts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if you look at that face, that looks like somebody named Sharon to me. Am I? Am I, I don't wrong? Know, that's got some Emily vibes to it. Oh, it does have some Emily vibes. Yeah. But she's got, you know, she has to wax her lip, right? I mean, that's just. She it. has to wax her lip. That happens. What? That happens, man. I'm not wrong. San Diego State says, I'm speechless, guys. Watching you play Mark Zuckerberg and his buddies at Harvard comparing girls in their dorm on a computer, the earliest days of Facebook. <laughs> you ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. I'm swiping left. Yeah. Um, Kurt Meyer says, little Lisa, Liza Jane. Little Liza. Okay. Okay. That You don't know you don't know what that's a reference to, but, but yes. Uh, Fat Jesus says, did you tell Mrs. Monty the best thing for COVID bro, is... Bro, you did not just say that. Can't say that. You can't say, can't that, say that, bro. Come on Although now. the human elixir, there's nothing like it. Come on. Uh, Carlin LeFevre says, Zara Wilson looks like every Zara. girl... Zara? Zara. Wilson looks like every girl at BYU. Well, how do you get Zara out of that? I, I'm dumb. And Zaga. I know. <laughs> Couldn't resist. Uh, yeah, I mean, could, maybe. Zara? Zara, maybe. Dude, come on. Could be. Come on. Could be. Uh, Tanner says, I'm passing on Zara Wilson. Keep her away from the dads, though. Wow. See, like, you know. Uh, Jesse R says, Carlin, you ain't wrong, though. Bro. Okay, which school campus? Guys, guys, guys. Guys, guys, guys. guys I just have guys, a question. Guys, guys. guys just hey, a guys. real quick question. Hey, guys. Uh, buddy, buddy. Who, what campus has the most Zara's on it? Let's settle this right now. Is it BYU Provo or BYU Idaho? And if I wear my Letterman, can I get more? Well, but at BYU Idaho, no, I'm not doing it. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Megan is one of those names. Yes. <clears throat> uh oh. 
Megan is one of those names. There must have been six of them in my dorm way back at San Diego State. Long live Zapotec Hall. <coughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Tanner says, as a former BYU student, yes, Zara looks like every girl at BYU. <laughs> is this really what every girl... <laughs> so yeah, if that's, Perfectly white teeth, right? If, if that's every girl at BYU... Which which one of the quarterbacks is every girl at, at Utah? Oh, Garoppolo. Garoppolo. So this is every girl at Utah. Oh, yeah. Ah! Oh, yeah, Steph. Let's go, baby. Nah, I'm thinking this is every... No. Oh, damn. That's Weber State. Gonzaga. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> what are we doing? We, Having you know, fun? Yeah. Uh, Jenny looks like a girl at Westminster College. Damn. Yes. Damn. Yes. Yes. Uh, Jeremy Bolton says, guys, 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 guys. If you could go back to 1968 hey and choose the old lineman from the Rams. Hey, guys. Which one would be the best one to take out on a date? Daddy. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, Jesse Harsh says, no, Jake. No, Jake. No, Jake. No. Yes, Jake. Dude, I'm yes. telling you, Garoppolo all day. Yes, Jake. Yes, yes, yes. Looks more like uh, Kaisley, McKenna, or Paisley to me. <laughs> Kaisley. Some yeah, the names though. We yeah. we haven't done a Utah kid name in a long give time. Give me give me your best Utah kid name. Oh, it's Brinley. It's well, yeah. Brinley. Breland. Breland, yeah. Like where you combine two names. Like, yeah. There was one um from the 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 polygamy show. Enoch. The polygamy show. There well, you know, the reality <laughs> series. It, it, the one guy's name was Enoch. Like, what are you doing? Uh, McChickenly, Carmen no. says. McChickenly. <laughs> it's a tasty burger. Yeah, dude. You know. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, how do you even pronounce this? Athenema? Is that a... No, that's not a real name. There's no way, dude. Come on. No way. Come on. Um, Rita Kaskikuru. Okay. Rita says, this is so beautiful, like art. So many brilliant guys from Finland. Well, what the fuck are you? I mean, Finnish dudes are not that bad. Uh, Kurt Myers says, Brianne, B-R-E-E-A-N-N. -E okay. I know a Brianne. I used to work with a Brianne. Um, Jesse, whoa, comment dump. Jesse Harsh says, my sister-in-law's little sister. Stop it. That's no, no way, way, bro. No way. I, okay, can you spell it out for us, like, how you're supposed to pronounce That's that? That's got to be Athenma. Athenma glasses somewhere. Athenma. Hey, man. Hey, uh. <laughs> hey, uh, Steve, have you seen my car keys anywhere? Yeah, I seen them on the table. Like, how much hell are you? Athenma? Athenma? <laughs> Athenma, my car. On... That can't be true. That can't be true. Uh, Britley, B-R-I-T-L-E-Y, bro. All right. Uh, Tanner says, Mont, you need to be specific. There are a ton of polygamy shows these days. Are there really? Okay, see, but this is the problem. Hold on. I don't want to just skip over this. Okay. This is what happens, Tanner, with all due respect as the saying. All due respect. Yeah, this is where the soaker thing This is thing what happened. From. Yeah, that's my point. Stop like, it. Like, this is what happens. By the way, there is a controversy on this show. About who started the soaker name. It was not me, dude. No, he says it was you. I did not start the soaking I'm, thing. I'm with Tanner on this, man. I think it's your fault. Everything's your fault. Uh, he, Tanner also says Micah. Oh, yeah. Oh, for but, sure. My, but Micah's a stud name. Malachi. Malachi's one. Bill Pierce, scanner trolling, says, okay. Uh, Jeremy Bolton says, it's not so much the name, it's the spelling. Brinley spelled 
B-R-I-N-G-H-L-E-E-E-34-E-I-G-H. Yes. Michaela is such a Utah name. Simple name, but people screw up the spelling all the time. I agree. M-I-K-A-E-L-A. You're, you're, like the head coach of the Utah Grizzlies, Kanasowicz. Good luck. Good luck. I, you couldn't even, you could not even be guess. Michaela spelled like that. You're never getting that. That's right. right T. Uh, Tanner said, this isn't a Utah name, but my niece's name is Memphis. Okay. okay. John Morant vibes. She go, uh, you're pronouncing it right. She goes by eighth. Ath. Damn. Damn. Come on now. I, I no. Well, all due respect. I, I, I mean, I don't know, man. Nikaili N Y K Y L I E. David Hume says Camry. Stop it. You did not name your kid after a car. Hey, uh, this is my daughter, K uh, Camry. Guys, 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 guys. This is my daughter, Camry. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. And here's my son, hey, Tesla, and his twin brother, Corolla. <laughs> here's Mustang and Bronco as yeah, well. Yeah, I named my dog Tacoma. I and by the way, here's their dad, Tacoma, and my name's Tahoe. Uh-oh. <laughs> What'd you name your daughter? Tahoe? Uh, Tundra. <laughs> Dude, if your name's Tundra, you are... No. Hey you, know, you know what Tundra looks like. Oh, my God. You know what Tundra looks <laughs> like. Uh, whoa. What? Austin Napierski says, Secondanese. Secondese. Uh, Wakanda? <laughs> you know, Secondese. S-U-G-G-O-N-D-E-E-S-E. God damn. I, I don't even... I don't... I don't even know. Tundra. That's exactly right. San Diego State says Dakota. <laughs> yeah, don't forget Dakota. Yeah. I, know a, I know a couple who named their kids where they were conceived. So they have like... Uh, yeah, William Street. They have... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a man. This is my son. Hi. Hi. My name's Jenny. Because it has to be Jenny for this joke. Uh -huh. my, my name's Jenny. This is my son, Bathroom, Backseat, and Prom Night. <laughs> They're triplets. We're getting somewhere. That would be amazing. Uh, Tom Basilius says, Tundra looks a lot like Monty. Stop it. Tom, that's not nice, bro. That's here's, not nice. Here's my son, Denali, and Tahoe, and Bronco. That's exactly right. Bentley. There are many Bentleys. Yes. Bentley's kind of a Utah name. Yeah. Uh, did we ever find out uh, who was Zach's mom's friend is? We never no, did no, find no. out. We did not find out. Pied Piper, and Piper is absolutely a name. Worked at a call center and called several Laha Ladashas. Ladasha's a name. Ladasha. That's a Mori Povich name. <laughs> Not surprising, Ladasha. Sorry if you're offended by that. You know, I mean, you know. <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. I'll put it up on the screen, but I'm not saying it. <laughs> you know. I'm not saying it. Uh, no. <laughs> Best receipt names. Um, no. Best best names you put on receipts. Yeah. What names do you guys? Fat Jesus says, I can't believe you didn't get the suggestion of the Sugandis. You know. <laughs> That's why I stopped saying it when he put the G. Like, I don't know. I, there's been, you know, Cal, Craven Moorhead. Um, I mean, there are all kinds of great receipt names. <laughs> there are La Fonda. Yes. That's a great movie. Um, Barry. <laughs> No, I'm not saying that. Come on, guy. Bro, that is that is by far one of the best ones I've ever seen. That I, uh, is... 
<laughs> Tyler <laughs> 2K, that man. Tyler 2K, Bro, that is a that, Hall of that Famer. That just launched you into another level on the show. Seriously. <laughs> Bro. There are so many of these I can't read. Uh, Phil McCrevis, yes. Uh, yes. Uh, Kip. Oh, God, Kip. I knew a Kip in high school. He was, he was absolutely a drug addict. Kip, yeah. the, the Kip I went to high school with was, I mean, my God. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Really good looking kid, though. Like brown hair with like piercing green eyes. Okay. That was crazy looking, okay. dude. You know, Giggity says super so cur. Okay. So super so space cur. Right. Pronounce, I believe that's Latin for Tanner Plummer. Right, right. Could be Obviously, wrong. yeah. Tanner, um, you know. Dude, you're going to piss him off again, dude. I, I'm on, trying to relax. <laughs> Tyler says Hugh Janus. Yes. <laughs> I've used Hugh Janus before. Uh, okay. <laughs> 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 Don <laughs> Oh my God! Dude. When is All Star voting, and can you guys name the All Stars in the West? Cody, why? Stop trying to get it back on track. Why like, do you, why do you want on. to do that? Come on! Why do you want to do that? All right, the Monty Show is presented by the Advocates Utah Advocates dot com, the best injury attorneys in the business. The Advocates Utah Advocates dot com. Again, with the with winter weather coming in. I'm telling you, not everybody takes care of their cars. There's a lot of people who can't afford new tires. They drive around on slicks. And they wind up getting into accidents. Are you somebody that's been hit, you know, by by a car? Are you somebody that got hit on your your bicycle, your motorcycle? Did you get hurt at work? Yes, they do workman's comp. Yes, they do medical malpractice. But this time of year, there's so many car accidents. We were driving down Bangadur, uh, coming from South Jordan down here to the Maverick Center where we do the show every morning. Yeah. And there were at least four multi-vehicle accidents on Bangadur. I'm telling you, if you get into an accident, you need an attorney. Go to the Advocates, utahadvocates.com. You never pay a consultation fee. There's no big retainers. You do not pay the advocates until they win your case. They know that when you get in an accident, it's, it's likely one of the worst days of your life. That's why they're going to fight for you. They'll help you defer your medical bills. All they do is win at the utahadvocates.com. Chat with them online. Right now, make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Uh, you guys are amazing. You guys are amazing. It's the, some of these names, you know. I uh, come on now, come on. Mo Lester, yes. <laughs> Abe Froman, if you know, you know. Abe Froman's one of the. Where's Abe Froman from? You do not know the Sausage King of Chicago. No. See Arlington Heights Bears. This is. This is who I live with. But all due respect. On a daily basis. Not like he doesn't live at my house. I mean, I know that, you know, we're just the YouTube hacks who do the show <coughs> arguably in Jake's basement. He, does, he, he has an apartment. He doesn't have a basement. Right. But you know. Right. Abe Froman is from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He is the fictitious sausage king of Chicago. Okay. He's an expert. How do you not, how do you not know that? You know, I don't, I don't. Turd Ferguson. Yes. Turd Ferguson. <laughs> Mike Hushi, Mike Hushi, get it? See what he did there? See, See what he did there? You know what I mean? Like, you know, Tyler 2K. All right. <laughs> uh, Tyler, you win. You, my guy, you win. Dude. You absolutely clutch win. Clutch performance this morning, I have you, to say. You Very absolutely clutch performance. Win. Uh, let's talk some hoop because LeBron got hurt last night against the Clippers.
If you're the Lakers, do you just tear it down? I think you have to. If you're the LA Lakers, I think now you have to. And I told you last week, we were told by one of our best NBA sources that they are open for business on Anthony Davis. I'd absolutely make that trade. Yeah, I would. And I think it's the only place it works. I would trade for Kyrie Irving. I mean, it, it just, they cannot continue to do what they're doing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I don't know. I really don't know how you, yeah, how yeah, you I mean, get you to, to that your course. You have to, like, you have to kind of, you know, you have to kind of do something that sort of alters your trajectory here because, you know, whether we like it or not, father time is undefeated and Braun doesn't have a lot of years left here. So like, I, I think that he can still be a, a top end player. I still think he can do a lot of great things. Even just his ability to pass has always been next level. So to me, I, I, I just think that you have to, yeah, I think you got to move AD and I think you got to get back, uh, in a good place financially. So, you know, yeah, you know, I, I think it is, it is one of those things where, you know, you, you have to make hard decisions. And I think this is one of the things that jazz did this summer. It's very easy not to make hard decisions. And we talk about it all the time on the show. You have to do hard. You have to embrace hard. You have to, you have to do things in this life that you don't want to do. You know what? You have to do the things you have to do so you can do the things you want to do. For the Jazz, they didn't want to trade Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. They had to so that they could go on and do the thing they want to do, which is win a championship. And I think they will do that. But you have to make hard decisions. You don't want to trade Anthony Davis, but he's kind of forced your hand now. You have to do that. You probably don't want to trade Kyrie, but you have to trade him. And I think they're better without him. The Brooklyn Nets looked fantastic last night. By the way, I think one of the other stories outside of LeBron is the New York Knicks are just not as good as everybody projected them to be. And I put a lot of that on the mix of this team. And I think there's a lot of, when you bring in a guy like Jalen Brunson, there's a lot of new to that offense. But I still maintain they just don't have the alpha male. And it's not Brunson. It's certainly not R.J. Barrett, in my opinion. Yeah. Are you, are, you, Julius. are you surprised the Knicks are still this bad? Not really. I mean, I, I think that... You know, I, I think Jalen Brunson has done his job. Like, I, I think the problem was is the Knicks thought he'd come in and, like, you know, take them to the playoffs, you know? And, and I think that Jalen Brunson can can do a lot. Like, he can. But he the fact is, is he's not LeBron or Kevin Durant or Steph Curry or, like, that elite guy that, that is generational. He, he is a great contributor on a championship team. I think he's in a starting five on a championship team. And I think he's a traditional point guard that can score a little bit. That's what he is. He's got a great game. Love watching him play, but he's not taking you to the postseason. Yeah, I don't know. that. I think there are the good teams that are struggling right now. Like we talked about this with Minnesota, and I'll bring it up again because I think it's a really pertinent conversation. Like if you look at, um, if you look at the biggest stories in the NBA, the question that I, that I would ask and the thing that I, I, I always wonder about is, how many of these teams are capable of turning around? Do you look at the Minnesota Timberwolves as a team that's capable of turning it around? Uh, no, not really. I, I think that, you know, I've never been a fan of the Rudy Gobert experience. And I think that, you know, when you combine his game with, with you know, what D'Lo's not doing right now, and you combine that with a, with a young guy in Anthony Edwards, like on paper, it looks great. And I understand why they took that shot. Uh, like why the front office in Minnesota took that shot and that chance. But I think, you know, at some point, someone's got to learn a lesson here on Rudy Gobert. This is not rocket science. You can't pay the guy that much money and think that you're all of a sudden going to be a championship team. Like, <laughs> it just doesn't work that way. Like, I, I think people in their head go, oh, yeah, he's just going to play defense and that'll be good. But what people don't consider is that the NBA is too good for that. 
right? Like guys can get around Rudy Gobert. Guy like offenses are going to manipulate your defense and do what they want. But is is Rudy Gobert the reason they're struggling? Not the sole reason. I but... don't I I think he probably gets too much blame and too much credit. I think you look at the the core of that roster. They did not put enough credence into the impact of the Beasleys and the Vandos. You had no idea what Walker Kessler was. Yeah. You're probably a better team today if you had not made the Gobert trade. I think it, it, that's almost universal. If you yep. had not traded for Rudy Gobert, you're probably in a better position in the West than you are now if you're the Minnesota Timberwolves. And I think the other thing that you have to remember about the T-Wolves is it's not early anymore. The Jazz are 10-3. and three. They are, I mean, you're, you're coming up on the quarter post in two weeks here. It's not early anymore. So you have to make a decision. You got to put your foot in the ground and, and pivot to who you're going to be. And I just don't think that Rudy Gobert being their leading scorer last night was accidental. It's because they didn't shoot the ball well. And when they don't shoot well, Carl Anthony Towns doesn't score a lot. Yeah. And I think it's really awkward when you're trying to have Carl Anthony Towns. Anthony Davis is another guy, and I know I've said this a lot, but yeah. somebody forgot to tell those two guys, you have to defend the power forward position as well as play it. And when you put five guys on the floor, and I think when you play small ball, the Jazz are a great example of this. When you play small ball, you can put five guys on the floor and figure out who's the one, two, three, four, five. Right. When you put five guys on the floor and two of them are centers, you're going to struggle. Thanks. And I, 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 don't, I don't think that's revolutionary, but when you're asking Carl Anthony Towns to defend power forwards, this is where guys that are between a three and a four eat Carl Anthony Towns up which forces Rudy Gobert to rim protect, which forces all the same problems he's always had with the Jazz. So my whole point in this is, I don't see Minnesota making some huge rebound unless they go and flip D'Lo for somebody else. Yeah. Unless you go and make a significant roster-altering trade down the roster from Cat and Gobert. And I think you're going to have to be much more flexible than they've been with the lineup. But having said that, the only team that I can see really hitting the hitting the booster button here and coming up the standings is the Golden State Warriors. And they get that kind of leeway and that, I don't know, benefit of the doubt. Is that the right word? Yes. Because they are they are capable and we've seen them do it before. Yes. But I 100%. look at I also look at the Brooklyn situation. Man, I feel like they are far more dangerous without Kyrie Irving. Yeah, well, you notice a lot of these teams either have a leader or they don't. It's always been Kevin Durant's team. It's always been Steph's team. It's always been Braun's team. But when you have secondary guys who want to be the man, that's where you get issues, right? That's where it becomes a problem. And it's always been a problem with Kyrie. Kyrie has never wanted to say, yeah, I'm, I'm second in command, and I, I fill that role at a really, really high level. You know, and that's what I think the core issue has been. And I hope that Ben Simmons can figure it out because, frankly, Kevin Durant's going to need him. Like, there's no doubt about that. Like, if they have any championship aspirations, Ben Simmons is going to have to get back to being the guy he was, the the lead defender, the guy that can really make a difference for you. So I just, I just look at Kevin Durant and I look at that team and I say, just simplify things. Like, run everything through Kevin Durant like you did last night and let him operate and work around him. You know, like, it, it's never a bad idea to give a guy like Kevin Durant the basketball. Like, it's just not. So that's why I think a lot of these teams overcomplicate stuff sometimes. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Uh, K Nerd says, yes, the Lakers tank could get the number one lottery pick. Well, I don't think they have their pick this year. No. I don't think they have their pick this year. Uh, Tyler 2K says, I feel bad for Rudy because he's been playing very well, but the team around him are folding. Rudy dropped 25 last night. But 
it's the same story with the Jazz. He only has big numbers when they struggle. Yeah. And what you've been seeing when they've when they've played better, it's because they feature Carl Anthony Towns. Rudy has smaller offensive numbers. Carl has bigger numbers, and they I think they're generally a better team that way. But Rudy's an elite rebounder. So what happens is they miss a bunch of shots. He rebounds, cleans up, gets putbacks, right? And he makes his free throws. So, you know, Tanner Plummer says, okay, Monty and Jake, without looking it up, who's BYU basketball playing next? Hey, guys. Uh, is it? I want to say it's San Diego State. Gonzaga. And, no, no. It's not, it's not Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Um, I'm, I don't know. I think it's San Diego State. I only know that because I was looking at the San Diego State basketball schedule. Oh, what about Pacific? Yeah, it must have been Pacific. Must have been Pacific. That's volleyball today. Oh, wait. No, they forfeited. That's um, right, I can't say for certain, Tanner. I and don't why, know. Why does that, with all due respect, yeah, why I, do you, I don't know why. Why, why does that matter? That. Like, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Brent Burnett says, Jazz paid Gobert big bucks so they could justify the Wolves trade. Gobert getting paid had to happen for the Jazz to pump and dump. No, it didn't. No. Nah. That was one of the worst decisions in the history of NBA contracts. It yeah. is today still one of the worst contracts in the league. Yep. And again, if you've watched this show for any number of months, go back to the day he signed that contract. We told you. This was not pump and dump. This was Dennis Lindsay rewarding Rudy Gobert for what I am not sure. Because we've always knew, known Rudy Gobert was an elite rim defender. He is not a great defensive player. He is a pick-and-roll guy on offense. His best, highest use is cleanups and putbacks. Yeah. That's not $41 million a year on average. So it was not a pump and dump. It, it was not. Uh, let's see. Wolves are better off keeping uh, – we're better off keeping their role players for sure. Wolves might have been better, but it takes courage to change. Oh, there's no doubt about that. Well, it and I think the tough part was courage. is you, you – you were in the same spot as the Jazz. You had to do something. Like you, you had to like make a move of some variety. Like you couldn't just stay where you were because you had too much potential. There were 15 teams that were inquiring about Rudy Gobert, yeah. and ultimately it came down to the Chicago Bulls and the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Timberwolves were willing to include Walker Kessler and a bunch more picks. The yeah. deal got done. And why is that? I, I don't know how many of you know this, but Tim Connolly, the former front office guy at the Nuggets, tried to draft Rudy and didn't. Yes. Goes to the Wolves, him and Danny talk, and he gets Rudy because he really likes Rudy Gobert. So, like, it's cool, but I just, I, I, I don't have an issue with Rudy Gobert. The guy's name could be, his name could be Bob, and I'd still say the same thing. Like, yeah. dude, dude can't shoot a basketball, and I'm tired of hearing about how, oh, he shoots threes overseas. That's cool, dude. We're in the NBA here. Where like, he shot an air ball the other night. Yeah. So, like, I just, I, I get tired of that. Like, I, I, I don't know why we can't just be honest. And say, hey, dude, he's one of the best rim protectors in the league. There's nothing wrong with that. The and only issue is Dennis Lindsay is an idiot and signed a check that he shouldn't have signed. But and it's it, we tend to vilify Rudy for that contract. You would have said yes to you'd have signed yes, that in a second. Yes. All I'm saying is Rudy Gobert is on the wrong side of 30. You know who that guy is. He's not going to change his stripes. You're going to have to deal with that salary because that's who the guy is. Thanks. It is what it is. Tanner says, oh, yeah, there's RSL Stadium. My life just got significantly better. I like it. Uh, macho man. Oh, yeah. Uh, says, funny thing is, this current jazz team reminds me of the Hawks from a few years back when they took first in the East but were knocked out of the playoffs because they had no star on the team. Yep. I don't disagree with that. I don't. Uh, Tyler 2K. 
I don't pay attention to records before the trade deadline. I think it's still early. 10-3 and three is cool, but it would be even more impressive if they keep doing it well. But eventually, teams will figure us out. I don't disagree with that. Uh, let's see. Louis Campazzo says, Ben Simmons, what a flop. He played really well last night. I, yeah. If you're expecting Ben Simmons to be a 20-10 and 10 guy, he's going to be disappointing. Yeah. But if you just expect Ben Simmons to facilitate for Kevin Durant and play good defense, he's going to surprise you every night. Yeah. And that should expectations are this thing that we as humans struggle with. We all the time in life, in sports, in sex, in business, we put our expectations on somebody else. And when we're disappointed, we blame them instead of blaming ourselves. You know who Rudy and Ben Simmons are. If you have expectations that either one of them is going to knock down 40% of their three-pointers in volume, you're, that's a you problem. Yeah. If you expect Ben Simmons to become an elite mid-range player, that's a you problem. The expectation is the problem, right? The issue here is the expectation is being far out exceeded by their performance on the floor with the Jazz at 10-3, and three, but don't get away from the expectation. You are now happy because you're not going to be a 500 team. But if this, te- if this team was 500, would they, would they have disappointed you? You're going to say, yes, goal, they started 10-3, and three, but they played over their heads. If they finish 500 and you're disappointed, that's a you thing. Yeah. Because that's what this team, the expectation for this team should be, right? Uh, Marby Dog says marketing was always this good, but his teammates would never support him being the number one option until this year. Why? Because he wasn't this good with the Bulls. I'm a diehard Chicago Bulls fan, and trust me when I tell you, he's evolved and grown as a player. Everybody has always known that he could shoot. The issue with him is he was soft. He was not the, the hard body that he is now. He was not the banger that he is now. He was not the finished no finish finish right because he's because he's you know from the, finland the finisher like, anyway like, he's, you know. he was not the polished gem that he has evolved into now yeah he is a better player now than at any time when he was a chicago bull and now he can play physical that euro step with the left hand it's impossible to stop so i, I just you know uh rance says gobertis is a 90 center doesn't work for today's nba Nets new coach is better, Jacques Vaughn. I agree. Uh, Ainge must have practiced on Friday trading except for the NBA. Not really sure what that means. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Uh, Tanner says, LOL, I just heard a girl on the train say yes, 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 and no, it wasn't Lisa's friend. Sorry, Mont. Damn, you could have got her number. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Caleb, what's up? Says, D'Angelo Russell is more to blame. I would have way more than six assists with all that talent around me. Well. Yeah. Uh, Tanner says, Mont. It, it's San Diego. It is San Diego State. So I got it right. Tyler 2K says, Russell and Edwards, in my opinion, are what's uh, bringing down the Timberwolves. Edwards was supposed to take that leap forward. He, he hasn't. D'Lo is a mess. Yeah, that's, you're not wrong. You're absolutely not wrong about that. I mean, it's just, yeah. yeah. Salty Drunk, good morning. Looks like the Rudy hate continues no matter what jersey he's wearing. It's not hate. It's facts. Yeah. Rudy Gobert is not a bad player. And this is where we part ways, because you think we're saying he's a bad player or not. I don't think he's a bad player. What I, 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 it's what I've always said about Rudy. He's just a guy. If Rudy Gobert is your highest paid player, you're not winning a championship. Yeah, you got problems. If you build your team around Rudy Gobert like the Jazz did, you're not winning a championship. 
if he is a guy that you expect nothing from offensively and he is there simply to be a shot blocker, you're in good shape. And anything he gives you offensively is gravy. Because what should be happening is Anthony Edwards should be the guy, the straw. Yeah. The problem is Carl Anthony Towns won't let that happen because he wants to be the guy. Well, the issue is you're paying him $50 million a year, right? The issue is that Anthony Edwards is a young buck and D'Angelo Russell isn't a leader. He's too soft mentally, so he can't lead and tell people, hey, they're missing an alpha male on that team. That's what they don't have. And again, it's what I say about Rudy on the Jazz. Rudy wanted to be a leader and he did that by raising his voice. That isn't leadership. That's not leadership. And they don't have a guy in that room that's a leader, and that's a huge problem. Yeah, that is a, It will become a problem with this Jazz team because you need to find leadership on this Jazz team. You need to figure out who the alpha on this team is because it's all good when you're winning. When you're 10-3, and three, nobody gives a damn about your leadership. Yep. When you're 3-10, and 10, everybody wants to know what's wrong with your leadership. Mm-hmm. So when they go through a bad stretch, let's talk about who their leader is. Brett Burnett says, Wolves as a team um, – just aren't playing like one. Not really Gobert being the issue, just not a good team yet, and hopefully not. Well, we'll see. Um, Kay Nuren says, who wins more, Rudy or Don? Well, micro or macro? Like, this year, Donovan. In the long term, Donovan. Um, but it depends on where Rudy ends up. Well, it does, and it depends on how, how quickly the, the T-Wolves decide to blow that thing up, frankly. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that Rudy just says... Look, it is what it is, man. The guy, the guy is limited in his game, and he's been paying the price for that his whole career. I mean, I mean, you have to be able to shoot it or contribute individually. Like, who would you rather have, Victor Wambanyama or Rudy Gobert? Well, yeah, it's well, nothing to point, think about. Yeah. I'd rather have Victor Wambanyama. Yeah, because he shoots the three really well. He's got a handle. He can create some offense. Ru- Rudy's biggest problem is he can create no offense for himself. He needs a lob. He needs a miss jumper. He needs. He cannot dribble. He cannot play with his back to the basket. Yeah, I mean, it, it just he, he is what he is. Again, the Rudy Gobert conundrum is that the the improper expectations. Yeah, it's not. It's like it's not even it. to me. Like to me, it's always been misplaced that it is a conundrum. It's not a conundrum. Evaluate the guy. Just like you guys were happy to say Donovan didn't play defense, I'm happy to say that Rudy Gobert is is not somebody who can shoot a basketball. Like, he's yeah. just not. And, well, and I don't think that's a crime. But this has been the plague of the Jazz, too. They haven't evaluated talent well. They haven't drafted well. They haven't developed well. They haven't evaluated well. It's a problem. It is absolutely a problem. I mean, the guys you missed on in the draft, please. Uh, JM says, Jazz 72-10. and 10. Yeah, absolutely. That's going to happen. Right. Right. Uh, right. Oh, give me some of what you've taken. Uh, Riley O'Brien says, he did draft him, but traded him, right? Who do, who do you mean trade? I can't remember exactly what happened. Connolly with Gobert in the Nuggets. He did draft him and trade him. Yeah. He traded him to the Jazz. That's exactly right. Uh, the Nuggets drafted Spida and Rudy. Yes, they did. Um, is that a trick question, Kay? It's obviously Don. Eh. Uh, Brett Burnett says, Don wins more, but not really pay, playing the same position, so I hate the comparison. I wouldn't disagree with that. Andy you. good morning to you. Andy you. Andy. And, well, let's, Andy, good morning to you. Um, the 2020 Thunder won 50 games in 2020 lockdown when they had CP3 and a role player like Gallinari, Steven Adams, and a young G- SGA, yes. Well, but you got to figure out who your CP3 is, yeah. right? And that's why... Well, they, that's got to be Mike Conley. Like. Well, yeah, I don't think so. I think you're going to have to go... That guy's not on the roster. That guy's not on the roster. Your CP3 superstar, unquestioned 
respect in the locker room guy mm-hmm. is not on the roster. He's not here. And you're going to have to figure that out. Yeah. Uh, Rand says, Pat Bev helped their defense more than Gobert has. Gobert is a big, clumsy center that gets a block occasionally, has zero postgame. Zero. But he also changes a lot of shots. I mean, the brilliance of his defense isn't that he blocks shots. It's the shots he forces people not to take. Yeah. How many times do we see guys run through the paint and not shoot because they don't want him to block it? So, he, I mean, he's a defensive force. He's a in rim the paint. protector, man. Like, it's, that's, that's what that's, that's the label, it. man. And he's a really good rim protector. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. Like, we don't have to justify anything. Like, I'm happy to say I'll die on the hill. The guy inside the paint around the rim is the best defender in the league. Take him outside of the paint, and he's average. It's just what it is. Fat Jesus. You think Rudy's overrated? What's next? Jimmer can't play in the NBA? Yeah. Exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, Louis Campazzo says, I never expected anything from Ben. The media hype train touted him as the next best thing since sliced bread and gave him the rookie of the year, too. Yeah. You know, like, I, I, I think, yeah. We, we in the media tend to do that. We tend to make or break people. And it, it is, it's almost maddening. Yeah. It really is. I mean... You know, uh, Brett Burnett says Rudy and Jimmer have their place. Yes, they do. Uh, Justin Salas, morning, fellas. My favorite moment from last night was Hardy yelling at Walker to get back on D because he was jogging down the court after a missed shot. Yes. You know, and there's a lot of that in Jordan Clarkson. Uh-huh. And I'm not a huge fan of that. I love Jordan Clarkson is probably my favorite jazz man. But it drives me crazy that he pouts after a missed shot. Yeah, or the strong side turnover where he just mishandled the ball man, and they took it from him. I hate like, that. Come on. I hate that. By the way, I'm we're at Maverick Center, and we're on the concourse here. We're watching them set up the uh, the concourse for the Alan Parsons project tonight. Who is the Alan Parsons project? <clears throat> <clears throat> Good show. <clears throat> Good show. <clears throat> I'm telling you. <clears throat> Maverick Center's back. <clears throat> it's fun to see the electricity around the building, by the way. You know, uh, Kay Nuren says, uh, root for Minnesota to keep losing. We have their draft pick. Exactly right. Yeah. Uh, can KD play the two? He can. KD can play any position, man. Yeah, and he's that guy that truly, and I love this about the NBA right now as we talk NBA hoops on the Monty Show, as always, presented by our good friends at TridayTrading.com. TridayTrading.com. If I said to you right now, every day for the rest of the year, every business day for the rest of the year, you could make between three hundred and $1,000. Now ask yourself this question. How much am I going to make today? How much money are you making today? Are you making $300 to $1,000 today? You're probably not. Every day, there are success stories at Tri-Day Trading where people are making hundreds and thousands of dollars a day. There's no reason you can't do that. Tri-Day Trading as a career, you absolutely should try-day trading as a career. Yeah. And trade with their money, not yours. That's how it works at TridayTrading.com. And I just am begging you, I am begging you to stop making excuses and start taking steps to better your life because you should be doing this, man. And, and if we are examples to you of anything, we took a huge leap and now we're sitting here. You can do the same thing with TridayTrading.com. Paychecks are the things they give you to make you forget your dreams, man. I'm yeah. telling you right now, it's the drug they give you to make you forget your dreams. Fact. Stop doing that. Stop working for somebody else. Be in business for yourself. Tridaytrading.com slash Monty. Watch the free webinar. 
and then make a decision. That's all we're asking you to do. Well, it's not just us. It's also Alema Harrington. Alema Harrington here. You know, I've been in the broadcast business going on 30 years now. And after that amount of time, you start to be able to pick some winners. I want to share a winner that I'm aware of with you, and that is my guys at Tri-Day Trading. They're going to teach you how to trade, and then they're going to let you trade using their money and then split the profits with you. That's a pretty winning deal. If you want to register for a free webinar, all you have to do is go to trydaytrading.com slash Monty. So for more information, it's trydaytrading.com slash Monty. We'll see you there. Thank you very much, Mr. Harrington. Trydaytrading.com slash Monty. Uh, you guys got to hook it up. You got to do it. Uh, oh, great win by the Utah Grizzlies last night. Captain Connor McDonald yep. with the game winner in OT. Absolutely. They're back home next weekend against... Uh, by the way, by the way, next weekend is a huge weekend here at the Maverick Center. Not only do the Salt Lake Stars start playing here at the Maverick Center next weekend, not only will Scoot Henderson be on this show... That's right. They said yes. Y'all feel me? Um, that'll be the last weekend of November. Uh, but the building is being pretty much made over. All of the video boards, the new center-hung scoreboard, the Jumbotron that used to hang at Vivint Arena now is at, is at Maverick Center. All the digital boards that used to be up at Vivint Arena now make up the south end of the, the lower bowl at Maverick Center. Amazing. All the big ribbon boards, those, those digital display boards that go around the upper deck, those are now all in here at Maverick Center. It's beautiful. Yeah. It is absolutely beautiful. The sound system's been upgraded. This building is lit. And if you have not been to Maverick Center, next weekend is the time to do that. Yeah. The 17th, the weekend of the 17th, get out to Maverick Center. Um, get tickets to the Utah Grizzlies right now at utahgrizzlies.com. Uh, the club is in second place in the Mountain Division at, at five and three. Um, just two points behind the Idaho Steelheads, who, guess what, are in town next weekend. We need you. Let's fill up the building here at Maverick Center. Uh, it's going to be amazing. Let's get some more comments on the Jazz, because I also want to get to the best chicken sandwich. Because yesterday was National Chicken Sandwich Day. By the way, during the last commercial, Jake's like, hey, by the way, got to burn a deuce. None of this 930 dude, crap. Dude, I'm exhausted today. I got to tell you, bro. What like, do you mean? I got, like... I don't know, man. Just grinding it out today. Are you really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Rance says, Brent, they upgraded the roster. Gobert, not worth the contract. Not worth the contract Hell no. at all. Hell no. Uh, Jeremy Bolton, my guy, says the Jazz have had one of the hardest schedules in the NBA. The only other team with nine wins is the Bucks. They have only played three away games. Jazz have had eight, and they've got two more back-to-back. -back. Yeah. Saturday, Sunday in Washington and Philly. Yeah. It's an excellent point. Yeah. Um, Brent says, Gobert was worth that contract. Jazz smart because they cut a deal and leveraged Gobert into a killer trade. You're worth what somebody's willing to pay you. But, but don't, like, you also are saying they only signed him to deal to trade him, which is garbage. That's not true. Like, they didn't sign him. When Dennis Lindsay signed him to that deal, there was no thought of trading him. Salty Drunk says, I wonder if Rudy Gobert was born in the U.S. would change Jake's opinion of Rudy. Hashtag soft Euro. No. I, that has nothing uh, to do I with I mean, it. he is soft, and he is a Euro, but... but I don't understand why you why you struggle with this with all yeah, due respect. Yeah, I don't get like, it. Like, I the guy is soft. Whether he's playing in France or playing in New York City, he's a soft-ass big. He got played off the floor in the Euros. Like, Kevin Durant took him to the woodshed. Like He, he, it's, he quite literally, in, in the Olympics and then in the Euros, Rudy Gobert got played off the floor. By the way, soft American players don't even get a chance. They don't. They don't ever right? make it to the like, league. So, 
I, 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 with all due respect, I, I, like, it wouldn't change my opinion. Like, just because you're from, you know, Jamaica doesn't mean that you're born soft. He is soft. Josh Blaylock Dixon says, Lisa Wilson drops, please. Yeah, I agree. I mean, okay. any morales or no, 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 no. Yes, yes, yes. 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 Exactly right. Rance says, no, it didn't. Uh, it didn't. Team sucked last year. Well, they, it, the Jazz did not suck last yeah. year. Uh, Brett Burnett says, love Gobert contract. Jazz scored with that contract. Well, it ultimately helped them make an incredible trade. I mean, it, it all's well that ends well, I guess, right? I mean, I just, yeah. Ruff's official says, DeAndre Ayton got the same contract and averages less points and rebounds. Well, I, I don't. DeAndre Ayton's totally not getting different 40 players. a year, is he? They're totally different players. And when you when you say DeAndre Ayton got the same contract, I say I don't I don't He did cuz that doesn't look like it, bud. I'm pretty sure he, he did not. He got 4 years, 132 million. That works out to 30 a year, which is very different than 45 a year. Yeah, I, I don't know where like, you're getting where you're getting like, that he got the, the way, same contract. By the way, by the way, let's be very clear. Yeah, it's not I would close. rather have DeAndre Ayton than Rudy Gobert in today's NBA. Yeah, I would. Yeah, what are I you would. talking about? He got the same contract. Like this, this isn't even a conversation. DeAndre Ayton has a ton of shortcomings defensively. DeAndre Ayton is soft, hundred percent. He's soft, and guess what? It, it, I'm not scared to say that, right? But at the same time, DeAndre Ayton can play pick and pop basketball. DeAndre Ayton can shoot the ball. DeAndre Ayton can dunk a game winner and you know do now if things. he could catch the ball better and if he was more mentally tough okay then th then he's getting 40 a year then he then but he's all nba he's not he's not even close to paid to what rudy's paid yeah. you're you're completely wrong about that yeah. also love conley's expensive contract now jazz couldn't trade him lol love having conley now is uh why the jazz are winning he's part of why they're winning yeah. i i don't i don't disagree with agree with you on that uh, Kay Nuren says Jazz or uh, BYU makes a bowl game by winning this week. Well, they're not playing this yeah, week. Yeah, they're not playing this week, bud. So they're on by. Uh, Tom Basilius says, Jake, show me on this doll where Europe touched you with their soft hands. Yeah, we should probably. I, I, I don't even get that. What does that even mean? Dude? Okay, good. Uh, oh, Tom, Tanner says. Kenai Johnson says, Tom. That's a reference to SVU where. Okay, you know, we should move on. Uh, Giggity says, nice try, Ruff. Yeah, I mean, the difference between... I it's mean, such a casual take, dude. It is. It's like, not come even... On, guy. I mean, the difference in their contracts... They're casual. ...are, I mean, enormous. It's not even... Rudy Gobert averages $41 million a season, and his last deal... I mean, his his last deal was was massive, like... yeah. It's a five-year, $205 million deal. How are you even comparing the two? And it, the escalator in, their, in his deal, he's at 38 this year, 41, 43, 46. In his last year of that deal, he's 31.5% of their salary cap. Nah, I'm fine. DeAndre never eclipses 25%, and that's this year. Yeah. And from there, it goes to 24 23 and 24%. Like it's a total, the structure, the value, the whole, the whole thing is completely different. Yeah. So, um, you know, I just, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, $1.99 tip from Josh Blaylock Dixon. Appreciate you, buddy. A couple more, then we have to argue over the best chicken sandwich. Uh, Rance says uh, that Lori Markinen is going to get paid soon. Well, I, see, he's a guy that you want to pay. Yeah. He's a guy that you hope you get to pay. 
Um, he's what has he got? He's got two years in an option. Man, he is good lord. Sixteen point four this year, seventeen point two next year, and then a partially guaranteed eighteen million in twenty four twenty five. You would probably extend him after this season. Yeah, I mean, I would. I would think. Yeah, you would. Yeah, I, I would think. You know, like it. It is. It is. Yeah. I don't know, man. It, yeah, it's all good. All right, sh- should we argue over the best chicken sandwich? Because then we do have to go. Yeah. Um. Yesterday was National Chicken Sandwich Day. Yeah. So, Jake. Yeah. In your opinion, here in the great state of Jita. Right, Jita. Jita. Right. Who has the best chicken sandwich in fast food? Super Chicks. Not even close. It's not, not even, even close. close. No, it's not even close. Like they're they're better than. Slim chickens, they're better than uh, who else? Who else we got? Chick Fil A, they're better than uh, man that place off State Street, Shake Shack. Uh, I think Shake Shack's a close second. Yeah, but here's the question: So is Chick Fil A and Super Chicks in the same conversation? Probably not. It's probably unfair to compare them. So, in the chicken sandwich game, I don't think there's any doubt. That there's quite a bit of competition, though. Yeah. I think Canes is garbage, in my opinion. Yeah. With all due respect. Right. Canes is an upgrade. Canes is an upgrade Mm -hmm. um, from Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Canes is not even in the same conversation with, like, Dirty Bird. No. No, 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 no. Dirty Bird, Super Chicks, Shake Shack. Slim Chickens. Slim Chickens, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you, I would like also, I would also tell you, by the way, JCWs can compete, Yep. but it's super chicks. Yeah. And by the way, I think the other things that make it super chicks are the, the sauce, the fries. No, Jake, stop it. Stop it. Say, see, you say this is, go. this is where a rough and rough and I get on the same that. page. You you're, say you're an idiot you, just for saying that you, yeah, I can't believe I just said that. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I, I would like, like to I, apo- I get down like that. Yeah. I'd like to apologize to everybody. I have nothing yeah. in common with Ruff's official. That's fucking interesting, man. My bad. Um, but you do say stupid stuff. Thank you. Yeah. It's not sauce. It's ranch dressing. That's cut with pure <clears> cocaine <throat> at super chicks. Yeah. The ranch dressing at super chicks. So good, dude. I, I have to believe it's Colombian. I have to be 12. I have to. Yeah. Because I would drink it through a straw. I would snort it through a straw. If I you believe wanna... the uh, proper nomenclature is it is directly imported from I Columbia. Be- I believe it is. Yeah. Uh, on, a, on a jet boat. Yeah. In the Everglades. And Tony Montana is probably involved. And so is Sonny Crockett. Who's Sonny Crockett? You want to? Who's, Seriously? Who's Sonny Crockett? From Miami Vice. Thank you. Crockett and Tubbs. Um, oh, my point is Super Chicks Ranch dressing is unbeatable. Um, and I, the reason that Super Chicks is so good now, their shakes could use some improvement, mm. but their Oreo shake bomb with a deluxe chicken sandwich. Yeah, dude. An order of fries with just salt, salt on them. About 20 cups of ranch dressing. <laughs> I mean, oh, shit. forget if it's healthy or not, because it ain't 20 cups at least. <laughs> and you don't need a drink because you use the ranch dressing as your cup of water, right? Um, <laughs> I'm telling you, Super Chicks is where it's at. Dude, like, one of us passes the fuck dude, out. I don't even know. Yeah, there's not better. There's just not even, better. I don't even Are we at 200 likes yet, by the way? I don't know we're not, actually. We're at, we're dude, at 127. 
Come on now. Oh, no, By the way, said, did we say we wanted to be at 100 or 200? 200. I would like to be at 200. We said two. I'm going to end the poll at 534 votes. Stay are the Utah Jazz the best team in the NBA? Let's go. 62% say yes. Dude, okay. KFC is getting votes. Come on, guy. 534 votes. KFC is not getting votes. Caleb, come on, bro. Bro. Okay, Caleb, do you like the mashed potatoes and gravy at, at KFC? Bro. Because um, I grew up on that. Yeah, here we go. San Diego State Aztec says Canes is underwhelming. Yeah. Don't it's just garbage it. food. It's trash. Pied Piper says raising Canes is pretty good. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. Please? Uh-huh. Give me a yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Joshua Blaylock Dixon Wingstop has a good chicken sandwich. Now, my guy Tanner Walker, yeah. Tanner Walker here at the Utah Grizzlies, yeah. routinely gets a, a Wingstop chicken sandwich for lunch. A chicken sando. And it's good. It looks good. It smells good. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure, but he, he eats it differently than most people. He just slices his chest open and puts it in his artery. Oh, my God. Just like that. Oh. Um, I mean, he does. That's just, right, I, I've right, seen him do it. Right. Um, but that Wingstop chicken sandwich, I have not personally um, had the pleasure of eating a Wingstop chicken <laughs> sandwich. But from what I understand, from what I understand. But Raising Cane's, I can't get down with that. No. Uh, Pretty Bird, yes. Yes. Everybody loves Pretty Bird. Um, Les Wayman, though, he, he makes a good point. No, that's a lie. It's Les, a terrible point. dude. Bro? Nothing beats olives on pizza. Come on. Wes? You're really testing me now. I, come on. Carlin LeFevre says, I hate canes for the traffic they caused on 114th. Carlin, that's dude. right by our house dude. at the district. Yes. Um, by the way, our good friends at uh, Quick Quack Car Wash, that new Carlin, that new Quick Quack right there in the district, do it. On the, their grand opening is the 16th. They're open already, by the way. Yeah. The grand opening of the Quick Quack Car Wash is the 16th. Yeah. Their top tier car wash is going to be free. I'm They're giving away a gift bag to the first 100 people that come through. Their grand opening week is going to be amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, Q Walker says Crack Shack. Have not had it, but people love it. Yeah. Kenai Johnson says McChicken. I loved the McChicken sandwich. Yes. D-Rose says uh, KFC actually has pretty good chicken sandwiches. We're going to have to try that. Yeah. We're going to have to try that. Are we going to take the freeway route or what's the deal? What are we going to do here? You guys should vote on this. Yeah. Can we get one, more, one last vote? We got to go here. But but let me know what you guys think. So you're saying you got a deuce. Yeah, is what I saying. do. I've had for like two hours. Which yeah. way? Ooh. Yeah. How high off the seat are you sitting? Uh, you know. Um, which way should we go? We're going to Mammoth right after the show. Yeah. Which way should we go? Because it's either, see that blue box in the middle that says eight hours and six minutes? That's the fastest route, but it has snowed a ton. Those are all back roads, so we're a little nervous about that. Yeah. Do we go out I-80 straight across and then go up, down, and around? Does that take us through Reno, the top route there? It does, yes. Yeah. I believe it does. Yeah. But then the so, southern route takes you through St. George, right? It does. Yeah, I'm not going to. The southern route's 10 and a half hours. Yeah. You can't do that. Ten and a half hours, the southern What's route. the top route? Um, the top route's nine hours and four minutes. Yeah. It's an extra hour. It's, prob it's probably safer, though. It, it, I, it probably is safer. Yeah. It probably is safer. Yeah. But it, it, you're jealous, though, because I think you got to go through Tahoe on that. So, the top route? I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. Well, mean, what are the people saying? What do they think? Yeah, which way do you guys think we should go? Northern, uh, what does he mean? Um, Northern FS... 
He's, I don't know what you meant by that, Pie Piper. Uh, or Pie Piper said, uh, an extra hour is worth safety. Yes, it is. I agree with that. I agree with that. Gabe says, super pretty. Yes, it is. Uh, Kanai Johnson says, I meant better safe than sorry. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. Pie Piper sure. says, top route. Now, here's the deal. If you, So here's my thing. We went to Big O Tires yesterday, if you listen to the show. Mm-hmm. And they said that your tires were, you know, a little worn, which is fine. Not a little but worn. Like, they they're at, they need replacement after the winter. So my thing is, if you were on a fresh set, I would say, eh, screw it. We'll go through the middle. Because you got Quattro, fresh set of tires, you'll be fine. But the worn tire thing has me a little, little spooked. A little it's scared. not like I'm on bald. Yeah, I know, but like, but you know how that is. Like, it's one one slip out there, and you're like, damn. And there's no like going it's a through a lot of turning. Going like, through that scent, that route right down the middle of the screen. There's nothing out there. It's a gorgeous drive. It is, but, and it's a hundred miles an hour. You're driving. You can. I mean, there's nothing. Uh, nothing. But nobody. you remember that part where it's like winding and there's a lot of turning. And oh like yeah, dude. Way, like yeah, that's it's what I'm scary saying. as like, hell. That's what I'm saying. Like on a dry yeah. road, I wouldn't even question it. But yeah. I just it has snowed a lot out there. Yeah, uh, Tom Basilius says I-15 with a detour at Cedar City, the back route to avoid the gorge in St. George. Yeah, could do that. Uh, Southern route, make a stop in Vegas. <laughs> Caleb, my guy, my guy. See, he knows what he knows. Five. Uh, get some snowmobile and smash through the mountains. Can I says would love to. Yeah. Uh, Rand says Chick Filet uh, always busy. Don't get it. Yeah, seriously. Tyler Two K says use a boat. I can't. I, I, I mean, uh, if okay. I had a helicopter, okay. If I had a helicopter, I would. Yeah. Uh, the Monty Show, as always, presented by our good friends at the Advocates, UtahAdvocates.com. Does Utah cover the twenty-four Saturday yes. against Stanford? Yes, they do not. I think they do. It's going to be too cold for a high-scoring game. It's going to be 33 degrees and clear skies. It's going to be freezing cold at Rice-Eccles. Utah wins. They don't cover, and then they go on and beat Oregon. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Um, uh, We will be back on this show on Monday. You want to see Awesome Mammoth? Make sure you follow me on Twitter and Instagram. The Monty Show, M-O-N-T-Y, The Monty Show on Twitter and Instagram. Jake is SLC Supercars. Peace out, my friends. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday. Until Monday, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.